Okay, uh, we are here this week with a special episode of the Experience Podcast. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, my name's Nathan. I'm a Bills fan. <laughs> That's all the information we need. That's all you fucking need to know, yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing, uh, I guess it's a live commentary. Oh, is this PG? Like, like, I can say whatever. Okay, great. I don't know why you would need to curse during this game. But. <laughs> uh, we're doing a live watch along with the Monday Night Football game on October 21st. So this is a fairly fresh episode. This is going to come out tomorrow, basically. Yeah. This is a great game. It's it's the Pats-Jets. This is a great game for yeah. me to watch on because... Uh, We're week seven, right? Yeah, well, I can just shit on the Jets the whole time. And mm-hmm. then I never have to say anything nice about the Patriots because I can just say they're playing the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely a win-win for... It's, uh, this is going to be a long fan. episode. This is going to be a four-hour episode. It depends. Although that... Uh, what, was the, what was the quick game yesterday? Oh, the 49ers? Redskins game. That game was awful. Two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I was following a lot. Like, you know, I just saw the score and I was like, why yeah. are we tied at halftime? Fortnite should be doing better than this. It was, I guess, we can blame it on the uh, slippery conditions. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But the offense, that offense should have been better than that. It's the Redskins defense. You know, some games the Shanahan offense is looking really good, and other games like this, it just looks really bad. So... They've definitely been leaning on their defense, but their defense is really good. So their defense is well. Their defense was awful, like the uh, 49ers two years ago, I think, right before Shanahan got there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've was been historically building. bad. <laughs> and then uh, I forget the coordinator's name, but uh, you know the most hyped coordinator in the world on the sideline. You know, I'm talking about the 49ers coordinator. Do you not see that clip where he's like, "Oh, the ball dude." Yeah, dude, That's I fucking coordinator. love him. He has such great sideline presence. Anytime anything happens on defense, he's, he's like so super fun. hyping everybody. I don't know up. how much of it is him or like the like the players or you know like John Lynch or something, as far as the defense is concerned. But he he's having a good time. Well, I think I, actually I don't know. I need to find more out about this, but I feel like Lynch probably had a pretty decent hand in putting that defense together. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how guy. much the defense is on the coordinator or like maybe Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I'm getting that. I'm getting well, that. I just feel like in every organization, oh, you Robert need. Salah? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Salah. Salah. <laughs> like Mo. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> which I've heard, like, head coaching candidate kind of thing. We'll see. Uh, no, I feel like in every organization, you just need one really good offensive guy and one really good defensive guy. Well, and they the can trend, kind of be anywhere. That's, well, the trend, because the trend now is, like, you need that young offensive coordinate uh, run offensive guys or head coach and the reason that these are like the owners they've interviewed like owners and GMs about it and it's like if you don't have if you have them as your coordinator someone on the team just snatches them up as your as their head coach yeah that's true that's the problem that's why, that's why like there's no I mean Vic Fangio is like the, the buck to the trend right but everyone else you need, you need your Matt LaFleur you need Cliff Kingsbury I don't know Bills are doing really good with Sean McDermott no, I like he's Sean a defensive McDermott. guy yeah he is He's another guy that completely... The Bills were, like, laughable three years ago on defense before he got there. Oh, yeah, that's because Rex Ryan took it over. He tried to run a 3-4. Yeah. We talked about that. 3-4s <laughs> aren't real. <laughs> it works fine. Sometimes. You, you have to have the right personnel, mm, I feel like, to make a 3-4. Like, I, I feel like that's just a culture thing. Although Rex Ryan was like, I'll be a head coach, right, on uh, Twitter like a week ago. He shouldn't be a head coach. 
I watched some of his stuff on ESPN, and I'm like, what? What are you saying? I think he just likes yelling. Yeah, he does like yelling. When I uh, worked for the NFL, uh, Anthony Munoz was telling me a story. When Rex Ryan first started as the Bills head coach, mm-hmm. they like met up for something. I don't know what. But apparently he was super excited about the defense. And he kept dropping the F-bomb. And Anthony Munoz is like a really, you know, uh, upright individual, you know, very, mm-hmm. I don't know, just like good Christian values, things like that. So Rex was just dropping the F-bomb like every fifth word. And Anthony like Munoz was like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. He goes now. to McDonald's and drops the F-bomb. <laughs> I want an effing McDouble. <laughs> yeah, he probably does go to McDonald's a lot. Good <laughs> okay, well, I didn't mean to <laughs> get to those jokes, but... I was just saying it is everyday life. I don't know. All right. Uh, my predictions for this, I think the Jets keep it within one score until the fourth, and then I have no idea what's going to happen next. I, I think this is a blowout. A blowout? Yeah. Why? I think last week was like, a, oh, Sam Donald's back. Let's all have fun. I think the Patriots figure it out. Okay, but let's be real for a second. Sam's played two games so far this year. Week one was against the, the and I mean our defense is great. A good Bills defense, yeah. And he he played fine. He's fine. Not I enough just, to win the game. Also enough to throw a thirteen point lead. I think yeah, it was. he still makes mistakes. Like even last week in Dallas, which Dallas, by the way, has his own issues. Although they look good last night. Well, but, yeah, they destroyed Philly last night. I, I honestly also didn't see that coming. Team on it, uh, with issues as well. Yeah, it's kind of a, who has the biggest issue, issues carousel? It's the circle of suck, if you will. <laughs> But uh, I just think that New England, like, uh, Russell's Darnold's feathers a bit today. Like, I think he still makes a lot of mistakes. Well, okay, here's my question, just to make sure we're on the same page. Was the Giants game a blowout? Giants against two. Pa- Pats, last week. Uh, no, no. Because if that's not a blowout, this game's going to be better than that one. For sure, right? Yes, I think the Jets are more confident. I still don't trust Adam Gaze. I mean, we talked about that. Oh, yeah, no, Adam Gaze. Which, by the way, what is that uh, AFC East thing of just hiring other teams' coaches? Like the Rex Ryan, now we're doing Good Adam Gaze. I've noticed it hasn't worked very well. It, no, so maybe they shouldn't work. do that. I think it's because they want intel on the other teams. Hiring Rex Ryan from the Jets to the Bills? Well, no, see, the thing with Rex Ryan was he, he's the Pats killer. Yes, he's not a great coach, but he yeah. has a. I think he has an over five hundred record against the Patriots. I think he's like five and four against the Patriots, or something like that. Over five hundred. <laughs> oh no, he has to have more than that because they played. He was there for like what six seasons, five seasons. I don't know. So it has to be more than that. Plus playoffs, so it's probably actually it might be. Like, I don't know. Anyway, that, that I don't know what intel he managed to keep on the Pats, or he kind of had their thumb he, on. But them, he though. didn't beat them in the. Was he there for two years in Buffalo, or was it one yeah. year? Two, two. What was his record against? One and three. One and three. There you go. I mean, it's better than zero and four. But it's the same thing of like what's hired the Patriots, you know, offensive line assistant who takes the trash out and like. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't come up here with that slander. The Patriots' offensive line coach has got to be the best. No, no, no. His assistant. Oh, oh! I see. <laughs> his assistant that just I takes got the trash out for him. Like, like you know, it's the Sean McVay thing. Like, let's just hire anyone who who has seen Bill Belichick in public, so we can get this Patriot way. Right. Well, anyone who's been in the same room close enough to Sean McVay to well, get his scent. What I'm saying is, like, yeah, that's the thing now. But it was for a while. It was Bill Belichick, like the Bill O'Brien. Yeah. McDaniel's has true. always been a, a you know a thing. It's always been let's create a new Patriots 
elsewhere. Well, okay, Bob Quinn and, uh, that's kind of what Patricia's doing. And yeah, it's, Bob, well, it's, Bob Quinn okay, yeah. has been there for a while. He's been yeah, there since true. 2012. So. But I mean, the copying the Pats has really taken but, off since Patricia's been there. But not, it's not even the Lions. A, a bunch of teams. The Texans have, have been discount Patriots as well with Bill O'Brien and, and some other uh, assistant coaches, I think. Uh, Mike Vrabel's in Tennessee. I don't know. They're not running it as close as how the Pats organization is, though. You know, like the I'm sorry, the Lions are really okay, yeah, emphasizing that let's copy the Pats. Yeah. Well, well, the Titans have Logan Ryan and Malcolm Butler. Like they just took oh, the team. Ma- <laughs> Malcolm Butler's awful. That, but Logan Ryan has been one of the best corners this year. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying, like the the copycat thing Dion was Lewis. a Patriots thing. Dion, actually, yeah, <laughs> the copycat thing has been a. Was with, was with the Patriots for like the past 10 years and now it seems it's with the Rams but the Rams have their own issues because we face what is this aspect ratio I'm just noticing this we're watching the screen it looks like it's 18 by 9 <laughs> well high. it's very high quality despite being small it is it looks fine Yeah. it doesn't matter I, mean, I can see it fine yeah we'll figure it out eyes. we can move the sofa closer I don't think I've seen the uh, Monday Night Football Intro song? Intro song in a while. I don't think anything will ever match up to Sunday night, though. Sunday night is such like a party. That's the song. <laughs> that, that actually gets me hyped to watch the game. Oh, I yeah. have been okay. waiting all day so, for Sunday so night. So it was the uh, intro song that was the aspect, the 18 by 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, we're just doing a podcast tonight. Patriots Jets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's slaughtered. That's it? Also, things is gonna be no. I don't think no. It'll be know, a good I take back. The I mean, it, it has to be a better game than the Giants game. What, it I, has don't, to be. I don't know what the over/under is, but like, I would say the final score is like thirty to fifteen. Like, it's not a slog. How not, the fuck are they gonna score fifteen? 15 14. <laughs> fourteen. Oh, I mean, like, you're only even like a four, Get seventeen. Come on, show some respect. All right, seventeen. But I think <laughs> it's like it's gonna be the fourth quarter with six minutes left, and we know who's gonna win. Is what I'm saying. No, I agree. I'm not. Taking the I'm Jets' money be, line, you know yeah, what I mean? I'm not going to be, like, biting my nails, you know, halfway through the fourth quarter, like, oh, crap. I mean, <laughs> you see the Jets are going to get slaughtered? My predictions? Go ahead. Uh, Tanner needs to get on every episode of the podcast. I do need to be on every episode. This is Tanner. I, I think, you, I think you've heard of him. Yes, yes. I've listened this to some episodes is Nathan. involving He's you. He's doing the podcast with us. He's my former boss. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Technically. Uh, where? At the plus? Yeah. Can you cut that out? <laughs> nope. I can cut it out. Really You're not cutting time. this? I don't cut it. I don't usually cut anything. Oh, no. This is going to be a four hour. No. Yeah, because I have to publish this tomorrow. I can cut that part out. Uh, maybe to get my laptop charger, too. At some point. It's not going to last four hours. Are you actually recording the entire game? Pretty much. Where did you go to school in Cobb? Oh, I went to Pope High School. Oh, nice. I went to Wheeler. Really? Yeah. Uh, so, what were you, did you go through the magnet program? Yeah. Or where, where were you districted to go to? Kel. Kel? Okay. Yeah, I went to Pope. What year did you graduate? Uh, it's 2017. Yeah, he's young. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you're not going to know anybody? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. This is probably a big sort of Michelle did too. Oh, the Jets run defense. Oh, Moses back. Yeah, Moses back. Yeah. Dude, the Jets defense is pretty good. 
they're getting slept on because they're the third best defense in their division, <laughs> but they're still yeah. pretty good. Well, because they paid big money for Mo- when Mosley's in there, they're good. No, I think they're good all around. Man. You think so? Yeah, Jamal Adams is awesome. Their D line is good. Yeah, I guess so. They just kind of talent everywhere. I guess yeah, they get slept on, but I mean, this is too big run plays to start the game. Well, yeah, that end around on Edelman, like I don't know. It, it counts, but it kind of doesn't count. You know what I mean? That counts because... Yeah, I know. You see a lot of wide receivers. Put it on the stat sheet. But I feel like every wide receiver gets at least one run. Robert Woods gets like two runs for 20 yards every game. Although that's the Rams. I really liked what Kellen Moore was doing yesterday. Um, on the short play. yardage plays where they would do play action mm-hmm. and then throw it to the person who they play action to. It's yeah. just they get everyone to bite and then the running back ends up wide open. Is that a Kellen Moore thing? I feel like that's a Kyle Shanahan thing too. Well... I, I'm just saying Kellen Moore was doing it last night. The other thing is, like, most of the Patriots wide receivers are hurt. Right? Yeah, but when does that ever matter? Or, <laughs> it doesn't, but like, <laughs> when your top receiver is, uh, what's his name? The return, the guy, the rookie is a returner. Oh, Jacoby Myers? No, no, the other guy. The other guy. Yeah. What do you mean by top receiver? Edelman's right there. I know. Oh, who's their new fullback? Oh, they got a fullback. Yeah, because their backup full. So James Evans went down, went on IR. Yeah. Then they got then their uh, practice squad guy, who had like this big. Oh my god! Wait, Ben Watson's actually there? Yes, I didn't see that. So they re-signed Ben Watson. Well, I saw their two tight ends. Because uh, yeah, uh, what's his name? Matt Lacoste. Yeah, and Izzo. Izzo's out. Izzo's out. Yeah. I didn't think so. I thought. Well, maybe he's just out. But Lacoste is on IR. Yeah. Uh, Or Lacoste, I don't know. Um, but Ryan Izzo, I think, was quite questionable. I guess he's not. He isn't out. Wow. <laughs> was that Ben Watson? That was Ben Watson. Ben Watson right off his hands, didn't in the right spot. Didn't realize what the play was happening. <laughs> he forgot he was running a route. <laughs> there was that play, uh, Kalen Balazs was like the word. Yeah, this is like, it hits him right in, it the hit helmet, him in the helmet. And it takes <laughs> two seconds later, he puts his hands on me. Oh, yeah. He comes out. Uh,. Josh Kale's like, you know, I want to catch the ball next time. Uh, Kalen Balaj, who, you know, is the uh, like the worst receiving back in the in right. the history of the NFL. There was like a play where he like he literally ducked. Did you see that? No. This is like some tour compilation of like him trying to catch balls but failing. There's one <laughs> where he runs like this, just like this uh, curl route out of the backfield, and he like literally ducks when the ball gets thrown to him. Like he bends his head forward. It's like oh no. I think the only situation where ducking at the ball coming to you is worse is going to be if you're playing goalie. Yeah. But this is like he was open. It wasn't even like there was a guy on him. There was a guy. He was being guarded, but the, like, the ball was... He, he could have caught it if he hadn't tucked. It was an easy catch. If you want to talk about uh, Dolphins oh, running backs dropping passes, though, the two-point conversion against Washington. Oh, that was a... Their only one. chance, and they blew it. No, they definitely did it on purpose. Yeah, I was going to say, the Jets' defense is good because of the... First down. They do a lot. It was Jacoby Myers. Yep. Greg Williams just run, runs blitzes on, like, every play. Oh, yeah. That's pro- that's mostly... I mean, which works. I mean, if he's a decent defensive coordinator... Wow, that's a tight window throw. It's four Jets defenders. Yeah, Booger McFarland's telling you. Yeah, how do you feel about the uh, Monday Night Football commentating cast? Just as a story is fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's fine. 
What about Booger? It's like, it sometimes it feels like he's just, he does a lot of filler, I feel like. But he doesn't know what to say. I did appreciate, uh, oh yeah, last week, all those bad causes against the Lions. That was the Monday night game, right? Was that? Uh, I didn't watch that one. Well, he would not stop talking about Oh, that. I saw the replay. Yeah, yeah usually the commentators let it go, but he was not letting it go. Oh yeah, he made a big deal about the second one. He was like, again! Well, both those were really awful. I mean, yeah. But the, that's that's another debate of, like, do you make all plays reviewable and all that? Brandon Bolton said. Did you see the thing about the uh, unusually high bets on games that were officiated by that crew over yeah. the past four weeks? No, what happened? It, well, if you look at the amount of money that's being bet on each game in the NFL every week, mm-hmm. the games with that officiating crew over the past few weeks have seemed like quite a spike. Yeah. Like that game is being bet on more than all the other games. I mean, it's like, yeah, there's all these conspiracy theories, and it's hard well, to... Well, I'll take like, out my tinfoil hat. I don't care. Like, that's really suspicious. I, I hate that. But, like, there could also just be random variants. It's hard to... Yeah, that's what they want you to think, right? <laughs> they're going to play it off just long enough it's to where like, we start to notice, and then they're not going to do it to not get It's caught. just like that. I was just at the Jurassic-Miami game. Like, we had a couple injuries when they after they had made big plays. Like, they made, like, uh, like Miami made, like, a 20-yard pass onto our side of the field, and then I got one of our players getting injured. And it happened a couple times, and the fans kept booing. It's like, you can boo because you think he's faking it, but, like, if he's not, then you just seem like <laughs> a big jerk. <laughs> that is that is very unsportsmanlike. Yeah, so it's like, you don't, he could be faking it, and, I'm, you know, maybe he is, but you don't know that. I mean, he could really be hurt. So it's kind of a, it's, it's another thing like that, like, uh, yeah, they could be rigged, but what if it's just uh, those games? You have to look at the games, too, and the, the other reasons. You know more than I am, and also with this multiple variables. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the AFC playoff picture. Because, uh, okay. Are you that more guy? Well, I, I think they'll be fine while Mahomes is out. I, I mean, the Chargers are just the Chargers, oh my a goodness. dumpster fire. That, that game? And I'm not, I don't think the Chiefs would be afraid of the Raiders. So, kind of by process of elimination. You know the Raiders guy? Who else is going to win that division? Because the Raiders are not going to win that division. And the Broncos have quietly gone. Oh, no. <laughs> quietly gone 3 and 1 in their last four. <laughs> um. Well, anyway. I mean, if anyone, it would obviously be the Chargers, right? I mean, if you had to pick one. But they look so awful. But if you had to pick one. I think getting Okung back on the left side will help. But how, I don't know how long. Back. They had their whole offensive line. It's just a, Well, it's yeah, a I don't know how long Pouncey's out. That man can't stay healthy. It's really a shame. He's such a good center. I feel like Okung also, also gets hurt a lot. Too. They, they, the Chargers yeah. always have half their starters out on the offensive line. It's true. It's not as bad as, like, the Redskins, who just apparently have the worst, tri- you know, training staff in the world but well, yeah some, they are going to kill Alex Smith but I don't some, think he's going to come out of this alive but for some reason it's like the Chargers always seem to have injury problems I mean last night was just a separate issue of, of or not last night but yesterday was like you know the Austin Eckler thing and then Melvin Gordon ran it's, it's I mean you hear a lot about like Philip Rivers is going to be seen right yeah but also Melvin Gordon can just not fumble if he doesn't fumble, then there's no debate about whether Phil Rivers wants to sneak or not. All right, so now that we're done shitting on the AFC West, the Chiefs are going to win that division. The Chiefs win. Um, the North? It's definitely the Ravens. Yeah, uh, let's assume Ravens. The Browns are going to go 7-9, and, nine, and, and then, then don't know when those wins or losses are going to come. Right. Maybe they go 8-8. Eight eight. 
I'm going to, for, for this discussion, it's relevant that we assume that the Patriots win the division. I don't think it's that big of a jump, but I'm just saying it's not set in stone. I know you want the Bills to win. Yeah, well, you know, it's in the cards. We're one Bills, game behind. I think the Bills win like 11 games, but the Patriots win like 13 or 14. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I don't think it's going to be that close. Miracles happen every season. Anyway, what really what this really comes down to is, actually, now that we're here. So let's say the Patriots are the one seed and the Bills are the five seed, right? My dream is going to be that as the Bills, Bills and Patriots, right, my dream as a Bills fan is that the Patriots and Bills meet in the AFC Championship game. But there's a problem with that when you consider who's the one seed and who's the five seed, right? Because the Patriots will probably be the one. I mean, especially with the Mahomes injury. Yeah, Maybe yeah. they go like two and one with Matt Moore. Yeah. Like best case scenario. I, I think... If, you know, if we assume the Patriots win the division, we assume they get the one seed. That means that if the three or four seed win, uh-huh. the Bills and Pats are going to play in the divisional round and not the championship game. So the only way that they play in the championship game is if the six seed wins. Who do I think has the best shot as a six seed to win the wild card round? Colts. No, the Texans. Or Colts or Texans. I, I'm, I think the Texans have a much better shot. And so the reason why I bring this up is because the Colts beat the Texans yesterday, and that has huge implications for who ends up winning the division. I think yes. the Texans are I a better agree. football team. And Michelle also, just scored a touchdown, yeah. Was that Michelle? Yeah. It's Michelle. 26. Yeah, Michelle. you're right. Yeah, I mean, that drive was pretty effortless. Yeah, we just watched the Patriots run down the field for about nine minutes. We didn't really talk about the game because... I was going in there. I was trying to keep Yeah, it I mean, there was just nothing to say. It was pretty... We got guy toss pretty easy. I mean, this ten drives, or ten play drive, basically, right, about... I think they had, like, one negative yard play. One I negative mean, yard or, or no game play. This was surgical, and exactly what you expect from the Patriots... Yeah. So there was nothing to say. Like I said, I didn't. I am not a big believer in the, in but, the Jets defense. But 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 back to all this. Um, and Mike Nugent makes the makes the extra point. I think the Texans have the best shot to win in the wild card round. Win in the wild card round so as, as a six seed. Uh-huh. And so what that means is that means we need the Colts to win the division for we as this, in you right the Bills. <laughs> I'm speaking for the Bills club. <laughs> for all the Bills. Fans the Bills fan base. Go Mafia. Um, is that what it is? Yeah. Is but, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I, I think we can beat the Colts. If the Colts end up as a four seed, Ravens is three seed. Frank Reich, I think they're, they're one of the most, you know, outside of like the Saints, they may be the most creative team. I'm much less afraid of playing in Indianapolis than Houston, though. That's another kind of aspect much less, of it. Uh, much less afraid of playing in Indianapolis than Houston. I don't right. know. They're either of those really like a big home advantage. No, but I, I don't know. I'm just less afraid of the Colts. I think that's reasonable. Anyway, I think the Texans, you know, now that they've taken a kind of a backseat a little bit. I mean, losing to the Colts is big. If they lose the second game I against the Colts, they, then I think they'll be fine. they can't win the division if they go 0-2 against the Colts. Both those teams are going to be like 12-4. and 12-4? That's not true. The Colts have already lost three, right? Yeah. Are they, what are they? I'm not sure. No, no, no. I think they're 4-2. Okay. Yeah, I need to double check. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I think. Let's see. Why is that shot? The Colts, at the time of this quarter, are four and two. Yeah. What are the Texans? Four and three, because Colts had a bye. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked both teams. But I mean, you know, having that win against the Texans puts them in a really good spot. 
it's 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 like it's very easy, right? If Deshaun Watson doesn't get sacked, Texans win. If he gets sacked yeah. like three or more times, Texans lose. Well, except that Saints game, week one, that was incredible. That's yeah, but oh my goodness. But it's like, I think, uh, I think, I think Deshaun Watson kind of gives the Texans a chance to win any game. No, I, I that's Whereas, why I think as the sixth seed they have a better shot of winning because of exactly what you're describing. You don't think the Bills have a better shot of beating the Colts? Although that game, Bills Colts is going to be that would be like a sixteen to thirteen game in the wild in <laughs> yeah. the divisional round. Both those teams just want to run the ball and minimize. Yeah, sixteen play Patriots game, uh, Patriots Jets game, sixteen plays, seventy eight yards, eight and a half minutes. Right now, as of this very moment, I'm more afraid of the Texans than either the Ravens or Colts. Now that might change. Colts are kind of scary too. You don't think so? I don't know. We'll we'll see how the Ravens game goes because the Bills play the Ravens later. Colts defense, I think, is well because Darius Leonard's back, so I think linebacker. Oh yeah, literally all pro linebacker. Um, makes a huge difference. Like uh, I keep saying last night, yesterday, definitely made his presence felt. Like, I think led the team in tackles. I mean, how do I bet this? So Jets already have a penalty. Haven't even gotten an offense. God, kickoffs are off. <laughs> Always a flag. Always a flag. There was a... I'm going to talk about the Georgia Tech-Miami game again. Uh, but, yeah, uh, in the Miami-Georgia Tech game, there was a flag on a kickoff. There was a flag against Georgia Tech on a kickoff. Georgia Tech was receiving. Yeah. It was a touchback. And there was a penalty. And there was a penalty. It was a block in the back. Oh, my on a God. touchback. And the people next to me were like, how do you even do that? And I was like, by being stupid. <laughs> and it's not even like... The, the, we had been returning kickoffs that was a, maybe the third or fourth kickoff and it was nowhere near return none of them were near return so it's like most kickoff penalties are just dumb because they're easy to see because the officials are all right there although maybe they're not I guess because there's so much more spread out I know that they're increasing the number of flags to promote player safety and well they reduced them a little bit now uh, as far regarding uh, what was the penalty Holding. Holding, yes. They, they yeah. reduced it back down. I like, mean, Roger well, that Gale, was crazy the Roger, first three weeks. Roger Goodell met with them, and they were like, yes, it's, a, it's not a doubt. Yeah. But on kickoffs in particular, so they changed it to no running start, right, and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's good enough to where they should say no more penalties on kickoffs. Just have everyone go haywire, backyard no, football. No, safety issues. There's <laughs> like... No, but wouldn't that be amazing? Tell me you kind of... Well, that's just don't like you watch that? XFL. Oh uh, yeah, and Darnold already threw a pick in his own inside his own. Team. Yeah, they're at the twelve. Patriots have that's their that's their eight hundredth interception this season. <laughs> um, I told you the I mean I don't want to say I called this, but like Sam Darnold makes a lot of mistakes, and this is like classic. Uh, well, young hey, quarterback. The Eagles started their game off with two turnovers, but I mean, and they only lost thirty-seven to ten. <laughs> <laughs> but look at this play like he's backing up into the end zone he just chucks it up to I, I mean he just missed Crowder he was open he just threw it high uh, there's no guarantee Crowder comes down with that there were three Patriots I mean, he could Crowder has great hands there, there, there's a pocket he there's does a but, but it was uh, it was definitely you can't say it wasn't a risky pass well obviously it was it got picked off <laughs> yeah, well, all interceptions are, some interceptions you know bounces off yeah, this was yeah, like way overthrown. That was a real he's, interception. He's not even on his back foot. He jumped up and then threw it. Like jumped back and then threw it. Like that was a quarterback interception. Although the Patriots ran a blitz and the Jets all went to line. 
clearly did not pick it up. If the Jets stop them here, I mean... It's 10 nothing. Yeah, and th- you know, that's not the end of the world considering you threw a pick on your second play. 10 points in the first quarter yeah, for the Patriots, not bad. Although they would have had the ball for pretty much the entire first quarter. They yeah. milked the clock for eight and a half minutes, and now they could have another two. I wonder how many games there have been in NFL history where a team has won the time of possession battle, won the turnover differential, and lost, and lost the game. There's a decent amount. I mean, no any way. Chargers game ever. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like, right? Well, I mean, the Chargers special teams have just been awful for forever. And it lost them They've a lot of awful. games in the past. Their offensive line has always Okay, been one there was that one year. Do you know what I'm talking about? They had like the number one offense in the league, number one defense in the league, but their special teams were like the worst and continued was to that give like up three, four years ago or something? Like no, that? longer than was that. It long, was it like Ladinian Tomlinson era? It must have been. Because I, I don't I see the Chargers time. offense being number one in the league aside from having LT. No, they were very good. A they didn't even make the playoffs ago. the year that I'm talking about. It was good, crazy. They were very good a couple of years ago with uh, the Melvin Gordon era. I think that's what Ooh. I'm calling it. That's a drop. I don't think it's a fumble. So, uh, three okay. and out, three fourth and, and 14. They're going to kick a field goal. A little momentum from the Jets' defense saying, <laughs> I got your back, you know? Although, this is, I don't know what happened here. This is a Caleb Balage kind of thing. And this is, okay, I guess it's Sony Michelle who had. Like one career reception before this season. Yeah, and for good reason. But they're getting him more involved. Well, there you go. There's a reason why. That's just he got nervous, I guess. I feel like I've seen a lot this year. There's a lot of running backs and tight ends taking their eye off the ball before they catch it, looking to focus on only yak, and they end up dropping the pass. I've just seen that a little more often than in previous like years. Running back drops. I mean, you have to look. And tight ends. And tight ends. And tight end drops. I don't know. Like, really? What, what do you mean? I guess. I don't know. It would be like a little seam route type of thing. And They're just the up. second the ball, right before the ball gets to their hands, they take their eyes off it to start trying to look upfield to find a path. And then they end up just dropping the ball. Do you think it's finding a path or getting you know, afraid of getting hit? I don't think anyone's afraid of getting hit anymore. Because, I mean, you know, worst case scenario, your team gets a 15-yard penalty. Gets, and the player gets ejected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just so much cost now to making those kind of hits on defense I don't think the offensive players have to worry about it or they really shouldn't and that was the whole point of implementing all these rules right yes they made it so everyone can't get touched well while they're defenseless I think the defenseless the term defenseless has been really criticized by the fan or football community I don't think people know what it means I mean we talked about this with the Josh Allen concussion uh, a couple weeks ago that was such a weird play or someone where I was seeing a lot of defenseless, but like I wouldn't call Josh Allen, in my opinion, when you say they were defenseless, I wouldn't consider Josh Allen running with the ball head first as defenseless. I consider like a wide receiver turned around, not doesn't have the ball, just running, and then getting smacked, or maybe like on a kickoff, right? Yeah, that's a defenseless situation. I, I agree, it's going to create some gray area, and the problem with trying to define it more closely is that you get all these so edge many. cases where they. It's totally not a defenseless situation, but it fits into the criteria that you tried to set yeah. upon it, and then you have to start calling it, right? Well, it's, it's, it's just like the, uh, is it a catch crisis of a couple of years ago? Oh, God. Where we had I, I still don't know what to catch. Still, it's still not clear. They basically went back to the previous rule from like a, you know, they changed the rule to whatever it was for, uh, for like five or six years, and then they went back to like, they put the football move rule back in. Yeah. And now it can touch the ground, right? As long as you maintain possession. I think that's what I heard. No. It is allowed to hit the ground 
if you maintain complete possession. That's what I heard on one of the broadcasts. I feel like you. I thought you had to complete the catch right. and then. I think it was like Dean Blandine. Dean Blandine. Dean Blandino, I think, said something like that. He was like, on one of the partners, like, oh, it's allowed to hit the ground barely. As long as you prove that you had it the whole way, I, you know, I may just be. So you mean like else. if you catch it and then kind of roll over and yeah, then and it like touches. it pops out a little bit, like, yeah. the, like the top of the like the point of the ball. Well, kind of. I feel like technically you've completed the catch and then I guess it that's goes the point. To touch the ground. But like before, like the Jesse James thing, yeah, the classic. Yeah. That was like that would have been a touchdown. Well, breaking the plane is a whole different story to <laughs> get into the end zone. Yeah, that's a lot to say. Like again, Mel, going back to the Melvin Gordon fumble and all that. I mean, that's a. Here's uh, your favorite play, the kickoff. Well, he kneeled it, which is great. <laughs> I'm glad they brought it out to the 25 now, though, because, I mean, that just reduces the number of... I believe in college, you can basically call fair catch within the 25, and it's it, go, it starts at the 25. Oh. And you didn't know that? No. You're on the 24-yard line, you call fair catch, and you catch it there, you start on the 25. Or, like, anywhere within. I mean, you wouldn't do that, obviously, but, like... If it's at like the three yard line and you don't like what you see, you just call fair catch and you get it. it's a touchback. Oh, that's amazing! They should just okay if they're going to implement that. that just they have the it. team start at the twenty, <laughs> or at least have the team who's receiving have well, the option to just say I let's mean, do that. You, you, kickoffs are criticized, but kickoffs can be fun. I mean, they could they could be very boring and useless, but they could also be the most fun plays of the game. Like a kickoff return for a touchdown is incredible to watch. In my opinion, it's true. And they can completely change the momentum of a game because, like, anytime special team scores is, like, a huge deal, right? But, again, I think giving a option to do that, because, I don't know, nowadays, what is it, over 90% of the time? I'm just throwing something out there. Yeah, yeah, it's going to end up being a touchback. I just feel like it would be easier if the team could just say, I just want to have a touchback. Um, but, you know, oh, once like pre-kickoff? Yeah, something? yeah, but once you're down by two scores... Oh my god, right <laughs> off his hands. Jets. Was that Crowder? Yeah. No. no that's Who is a, 18? It's not Jets. Anderson, is it? No, doesn't he have dreads? Yeah, as I was going to say, it's not Anderson. Who else is that? Let's see. I can't see the name. Uh, Thomas. Thomas. Oh, Demarius Thomas. Oh, well, there you go. Oh god. Who <laughs> was complaining uh, earlier this week? It's like, yeah, you know, Patriots kind of screwed me over. And I was like, first of all, you're no. not the first. <laughs> but also, like, they did exactly what they should have done. Like, you can't blame them. And they also weren't planning on trading him. But, like, is he comparing himself to Antonio Brown? Because they only traded him because they were like, oh, we got Brown, we have Gordon, we're all set. What the heck was that? What, what's the problem? It's third and ten, and they call a play where the receiver catches it two it's yards five past. Yard out. <laughs> five yard out. Yeah, yeah. What, what is he thinking? Well, Adam Gate, <laughs> who has a, who's looking on, like, how did that not work? If If... We had a new head coach, and the first press conference, he showed up and looked coked out of his mind. I, I would just know. Okay, this is kind. Of, okay, this guy Gunner uh, Ola's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Wait, Danny Amendola. <laughs> no. No, look at him. He's he's Danny Amendola. I mean, basically, yeah. He wears know. eighty. He's the same height, the We're same weight. We're typecasting. No, he is Danny Amendola. Gunner Ozuski. No, here's what happened. They really appreciated having Danny Amendola on the team. I like Danny So Amendola. they cloned him, and then they gave him a new identity. I mean, I like Danny Amendola. You don't like him? No, I do like He's him. He's kind of reliable. I'm just saying, yeah. that is Danny Amendola, and they're just tricking us. That's true. Danny the, Amendola, the Patriots like, definitely have the technology to clone somebody, and like they cloned him. Danny Amendola should have had like a Wes Walker breakout year, and it just never happened. You know, well, never he's never been to... that kind of... Well, when he was with the Rams, he was really good, right? 
He's okay. I mean, you know, okay. I mean, like with the Patriots, like when he went there, it was a big deal in 2011 or whatever it was. Like, oh man, he's gonna go. You know, he's the new West Point. He never went over like 400 yards, and it was like. They never really utilized him that much. He was mainly like a special teams guy. I feel like he always played his role in the team, and he did what he was supposed to do with the Patriots. I mean, he was just he another was. He cog was always in the like Patriots a depth machine. guy. He was a depth guy, but they yeah. always, they also, he was like the highest paid receiver most of the years that he was there too, because they signed like, to that free agent contract. Like yeah, like they were paying him I think, oh, like eight million a year or something. That's just the Pats being really good with cap space. I don't yes. know if it says much about him. Well, but when you pay a guy eight million a year, I'm just making it up. I think it was close to that for like five years. You don't expect him to be like a part-time offensive player, and then like, and then just your punt returner. It's it's the Adam Humphreys thing. Where Adam Humphreys in Tennessee now is making nine million a year, but he gets two two targets a game. Oh, actually, no, you had a great point. They wanted Danny Amendola, but they didn't want to pay that much money anymore, so they cloned him into this guy. Oh, they did. This definitely happened. I mean, other than the clone thing, they didn't <laughs> want to pay him anymore, obviously, because they realized we don't really use him, and I think. Uh, Jacoby Myers seems there's something there. Same with Dorset. Philip Dorset is yeah, he's still a little inconsistent. Although it may I just mean, be being in that calling. system, yeah, it's a play calling. Makes I, him I good, it. yeah. But he's definitely turned his career around because of the Colts. They were just like, they, they, I mean, although that trade looks very interesting now. The Dorset Brissett trade. Oh yeah. The set trades. <laughs> the sets trade. Well, oh. uh... Have but, you seen the thing outlining how the Tom Brady suspension from Deflategate actually benefited the Patriots? Because they basically got to showcase Garoppolo and Brissett and then trade them for a pretty good haul. I mean, they're good. I think both those quarterbacks are competent NFL starters. Yeah. I mean, they're both playing... Well, I think Brissett's playing better this year. Brissette's but Garoppolo has well. flashes of just dominance Garoppolo, where he looks amazing. And then there's flashes where he just looks like... He's playing the Redskins and scored nine points. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a bad Josh Allen. In like every respect. <laughs> no, I, a good Josh Allen is amazing. Sure, bad Josh Allen is like, he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Like he's lost. Okay, maybe bad Josh Allen is, maybe like, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of Dear God. Brandon Bolden, who, uh, who's another guy like, who they, who, Brandon Bolden's been on a team for what, six, seven years, and only has been on special teams, and now he's their big offensive weapon. When he was scoring touchdowns at the beginning of the season and vulturing yeah, all those, ago. Um, I, I knew I knew him, but I had no idea why. Because he's always just been like a gunner. I think he was their gunner for a while. Like him, Slater, and Ebner, Nate Ebner mm. are like their big, were their big special teams trio for the past, like since 2011, basically. Right? In like the Gronk era, if you will. Yeah, that's a catch. Um, but then now, Ebner plays safety a little bit, but Matthew Slater obviously is just a, a, a gunner. And, uh, but now Brandon Bolden, I guess since they don't, since Brett Spurhead's been banged up and James White, they still don't trust to like to get too many carries. It's two targets for Watson. <laughs> They've both resulted in just awful looking plays. Um, but yeah, since since Brandon Bolden now has to step into like basically a, a full time role, just given the way that they committee it. Also, I don't. I really don't think they trust Sonny Michelle in the past game, you know, they're showing the uh, the injured reserves. Patriots are hit with a lot of injuries this year, but of course they're the Patriots, and you wouldn't tell. A lot of teams use that as an excuse, but I think New England kind of shows that you need to have depth. Yeah, I mean, wow. this, this looks, I mean, they're One big catch, and then three straight plays where they don't get enough. Jets That's defense is looking good. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. I'm just say saying. That. I mean, Brady just looks like. He's okay, okay. The, the first drive was bad. They really picked him apart. The Jets defense. Um, two th- quick but, and then they didn't. They they held him to a field goal after. Oh my gosh, they're going for it on fourth well, and six. It's the Jets. I guess so. You're what right. yard lane are they at? I can't see it. They're not showing it because they don't want you to know. <laughs> That's a conspiracy. Um, they're at the 35. I guess they don't trust Mike Nugent, who's been oh, kind no, of Oh, no, this makes a lot of sense, actually. They're kind of up and down, and they're going for it on fourth down. He's wow. Got, uh, looks like... I can't even tell. Ben Watson. Oh, my Watson. God, it's Ben Watson. He's looking point to Brady. He's like, I got you this time. Third down machine. So I got a fourth down machine. That is painful. Well, uh, I mean, painful in what respect? Of the oh, for the Jets? The Jets? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great catch, though. Great ball placement, too. Because right where linebacker has no chance there. Was that linebacker's last name Cashman? Because that would be a fucking amazing last name. <laughs> For a linebacker? Cause like, Just in general? Yeah. Well, Cashman. That's a name. Like, Brian Cashman is the uh, GM for the Yankees, right? Am I making that up? Well, I don't know. That name's just money. In more ways than one. Podcast listeners, fact check me on that. Yeah, we're doing some reporting on Ben Watson now. One catch, that's all it takes. He's definitely the least interesting player on the Patriots. <laughs> By far, yeah. He's literally just there because they had no one else. And so they called up 38-year-old Ben Watson. Where he was like, hey, you were on this team 10 years ago. Honestly, unless you had to sell newspapers and now you're playing cornerback for the Seahawks, I don't really want to hear about your background, you know? Those are the stories I live for. Gardner Minshew, I mean, that's a background. No, I mean, he was just a quarterback who... Yeah, that's oh a touchdown to Philip Dorsett. That was a wide open. I think the guy was on him, but... Again, a good throw. Uh, he, a good throw a he, had a, he had a yard or two separation. He's fast, though. Philip Dorsett, I think, clocked as like, one of the five fastest players, in, or five fastest receivers, at least, right? Like, he was supposed to be a, a speedster downfield threat when he was drafted by the Colts. To kind of match T.Y. Hilton, right? I mean, yeah, he just, yeah, corner had no chance. Was that Tremaine Johnson? Yeah, he's gonna get benched. All right, well, I was wrong. This yeah. game is not looking good. Yeah, I mean, it's already 16 nothing, 17 barring an extra point. Although, to be fair, with Mike, you never know. That arm, if, if Tremaine Johnson's left arm is like three inches to the right, he blocks it. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, I was going to say, he right. covered it okay. I mean, he definitely got beat on it, but he made, he, yeah. he made it a competitive... Philip Dorsett made a good, had to make a good catch-up. It wasn't a wide open. Yeah, there you go. Seven plays, 67. I mean, Patriots have had the ball the entire game so far, except for a minute. Yeah, actually, I think it's only three minutes that they haven't had the ball. No, it can't be three minutes, because it was, it was three plays. It's three and out. Jets had a three and out. In the two plays before the pick. Or the one play before the pick and the pick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Maybe it was three minutes, including the kickoff and all that. Right. Sure. Jets have had five plays. On <laughs> that's offense. pretty bad. On offense. Well, so, I mean, that's why they haven't scored any points. They just really haven't had a chance. Yeah, but that's on the defense, too. <laughs> well, they're about to get the ball back, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, yes. <laughs> Unless they fumble the kickoff. Yeah, I mean, they're showing the uh, most career pass touchdowns. 
Brady and Breeze should pass Manning this season. Although, maybe Breeze won't. We are in a blessed era. Like, who can you think of that's really going to have a chance of beating all these quarterback Mahomes. numbers except for Mahomes? Obviously, Deshaun Mahomes Watson, is going to Could you put him, maybe? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, Russell Wilson? Oh, maybe? shit. Uh, there's a lot of guys. Yeah, you're right. Wow, quarterbacks are just so valued now. I think you could, it's, it's maybe early, but Kyler Murray at some point, I mean, he looks good. Well, he's definitely going to put up stats. That's what I'm saying, yeah. He could, at some point, he could put up like a breeze like numbers. How long do you think uh, Kyler and Cliff stay in bed together? <laughs> Phrasing it like that? Um, you know? It's an I, intimate relationship the, between the, those the two. Three, they've just won three in a row, although it's like the th- against the three worst teams in the league. Right? So it's a bit fluky esque. I mean, I still don't think they win more than six games. This year. I mean, they they look better than the Falcons. But the defense is still bad. That's part of the issue. Well, because oh, you just I, have seven Who the did they play last week? Uh, Red, uh, not Redskins. Uh, Giants. Yeah, they just played the Giants. They played the Redskins. Did they really look bad against them? The, the defense? defense. I mean, I know it's not Daniel offense. Jones looked bad. To be fair, I don't right. know if it was Daniel Jones or the defense. It's hard to tell. Because they got Patrick Peterson back. Yes, Peterson coming back was definitely They, they have some big names. Uh, and I Patrick like, Peterson. I like uh, Jones. Joseph, uh, the coordinator. Oh, yeah. I like As a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the head coach, he had no idea what he was doing. Correct. But I like him. Um, but, yeah, they Chandler Jones is one of the best pass rushers, maybe top three pass rushers yeah. in the league, I think. But but they don't have the depth, I don't, I don't think. Oh, no, that's definitely like, true. It was very clear without Patrick Peterson. Well, they kind of have some pieces anymore. to build around is what I'm saying. Kyler is very competent. The David defense, Johnson. No. Oh, Ch- uh, Chance Edmonds. Ch- Chase Edmonds? Chase Edmonds. I'm great great backup. Um, um, Christian Kirk. That connection's going to be good. I know Larry, he's been Larry injured. Larry Fitzgerald's going to retire in two years, right? Yeah, but you know they have that one receiver to kind of play off. Andy of. Isabella? He's, he's had two catches this year. The, yeah. the, the, the Cardinals, I think, are like 20th in offensive DVOA. Like, they're not... Doing as well as you would hope. I mean, obviously, it's still early stages, but the offense should be better. Again, yeah, I got Kyler Murray. I think Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. I think it'll work out for. Oh, okay. I mean, no, you I, have to wait like three years. It's kind of like the Kyle Shanahan thing. Like right. they put Kyle Shanahan for, in San Francisco, but they knew it was going to take three years for him to get everything together. It's the same situation here. It, I, no, no one's like the Rams, where you can just. Because the Rams had all the talent there, it was clearly just Jeff Fisher. They had Gurley. They had a court, court, you know, quarterback drafted. Uh, was he number one? Or was Wentz number one? Goff? Wentz, Goff was one. Okay, Goff was one. Yeah. So they had, you know, the, yeah, top pick. So they had all the weapons there. It was just clearly a system thing that yeah. Tom McVay just went in and was like, yeah, I got all this. So it's kind of hard. Like everyone wants their Sean McVay, but you have to look at the the roster construction of the Rams. They are having a place. They had a great defense already, although they did add a couple of big names, and they had, Wade Phillips is great. Yes. But it's not just like you installed this one offensive guy and the whole team turns around. And I think like the 49ers are showing that. It's, it may, sometimes it takes a few years. Like Frank Reich is an example of they, the Indianapolis had, had pieces already, and Chris Ballard is maybe the best GM in the NFL as far as like player talent acquisition and stuff. So... Cliff Kingsbury, yeah, yeah I, I think Steve, is, is Kime or Keen? Steve Kime? The GM there? Arizona's GM? He's been there for a while, and it's kind of hard to tell. He's had some up and down drafts. Because, like, one of the big knocks on Kingsbury in college was he doesn't recruit. And so that was kind of one of the 
if you had to make a pro about him jumping to the NFL, even though he didn't have success in, the, in college, was, well, now he doesn't have to recruit. He just has to run his offense. And, uh, oh my Ooh. goodness, Bell's still on his feet. Bell just had a... I need him to get under 22 face points, I think, because I'm playing him. So, uh, in case you guys are interested, <laughs> my matchup is I have Le'Veon Bell versus 25 points in the Patriots defense. So it's not looking great, but if Bell scores... Two times, I have a chance. Yeah, and I'm going up just against Bell, and I'm up like 22. So we both need the opposite thing. Yeah. I I think you're looking better than me. Just throwing it out there. They they shut down Bell last time. Granted, it was, there was no Sam Darnold. But they historically, his New England, when Bell was with the Steelers, they never really had a problem with Bell. From Based on memory, I don't have like, stats. Yeah, Sam Darnold oh, just fumbled, God. and Patriots just recovered. Patriots defense, again, with their... 500 turnover of the game. Actually. And they're going to score their 600th touchdown. Yeah, wow. Well, he might he might have been down, actually. That's true. Hey, actually, I think is that Jamie Collins, I think, too? What? A, what they didn't know he scored. Oh, that was Randall. I yeah. thought it was Collins. But Jamie Collins, though, I mean... Holy crap. This is just painful to watch. <laughs> He's a Jets fan here. He's just smiling because he knows. Yeah, we may have to end this podcast early. <laughs> if this keeps up, I'm leaving at halftime. <laughs> yeah, so there's a f- they're showing a free rusher here. Uh, basically, John Simon. Oh no, he's not down. That's touchdown. yeah, yeah. It's definitely touchdown. Um, John Simon. Well, that seals it for just me. completely awful pass protection. Granted, they ran a nice blitz scheme. The Patriots always run a nice blitz scheme, but John Simon. And then Sam Darnold doesn't even try. Although you know what. You know what? There might have been some contact. Uh, 84. I mean, that was to review it. With Griffin? Uh, Ryan Griffin? It was like the Texans' fourth straight. Oh, oh he definitely contact. touched him. Yep. A nice an foot tackle. Yeah, it was an ankle. Ankle. Uh, they, they crossed ankles there. Yeah, yeah. They touched feet, so down by contact. Yeah, which is a crazy rule. You can just touch each other's feet like, on accident, and, the, and it prevents a 50-yard touchdown return. Kind of, but how else is it going to work? No, no, no. I, I get that, that, that it happens that way. It's just funny how like how that something fluky like that can completely. I mean, that could change the game. Obviously, it's not going to change this game properly, but. Uh, I was really hoping that Sam looked good this game, and mm, he has I two think, turnovers. Granted, I thought he'd, I, I didn't think he'd be this bad, but. Yeah. He does. He looks very flustered. Well, I don't know. Just after last week, I thought the Jets might actually put on a little show. Cowboys pass rush. I mean, outside of Robert Quinn, kind of lackluster. I think last week was more of like a "Hey, Sam Darnold's back." It was an emotional thing. They knew they, the Cowboys were reeling. It's another emotional thing. Yeah, there are player emotions you have to take into account sometimes. NFL players, we think there was well, robots. except for the Patriots. Think about the Patriots, who literally just try to be robots. But yeah, it's, it's not not looking good for the Jets. I don't know. I don't know how they uh, how they're going to adjust at halftime. At this point, yeah. Just yeah, I think it'll be too late, no matter what. Because assuming the Patriots can get at least a field goal here, it's 20 nothing, and there's, what, like maybe four minutes left in the half? Right? 
I don't know. I'll have to check the clock. I thought there was a little more time left. You know, I mean, I, I assume they, they milk some clock. I don't think they they're way too close for it to take very long for them to score. They're on the 50 yard line, aren't they? No, I thought no. they were at like the 30. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're already in field goal range. Yeah. Wow. Well, Mike Nugent has a different range. You know, he should have been more competent. I'm surprised he's so bad. And which is funny because he was deemed the best available kicker. But, but I mean, we talked talk about. Life. I think we talked. We talked about it off off the podcast uh, maybe like a month ago. Like kickers are getting better, but kind of the the that's kind of true of like the upper and mid tier kickers. The bot the bottom tier of kickers are just like yeah, the distributions super, got really skewed. Super incompetent, like surprisingly incompetent. Even in college too. What do you call a two hump distribution? <laughs> I thought you would know. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Is that just uh It's not. It's not a two hump. It's just skewed right. Uh, well, not skewed right. I don't know. I'm just gonna believe that it's a. There's two humps in the distribution. Twice the fun. Yeah, showing the thing. Yeah, so it looks like the Patriots rush seven. Am I counting that right? You're counting that correctly. And so there's a free guy because there's five. They only leave. They don't leave. Jets have five blockers. I mean, the math checks out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. According to my math, according to my calculations. Okay. Yeah. There's still 13 minutes and a half. I thought there was more time. No. I thought there was more time used up. I forgot that that was the the second Jets play. You know what's gonna happen again? They get a first down on their first play. And then and next three plays, down. yep, fourth yeah. down. Okay, field goal. It's a head scratchy. He's literally scratching his head. He is literally scratching his head. Very Joe Testatory, yeah. I mean, these guys are going to be, they're kind of cute together. This is kind of like a Sean McVay set here. <laughs> this, like, tight eye. Ooh, Brady with a little uh, fl- uh, Brady's looking pretty mobile this year. You know? I, I don't know how this O line does it. There would be so many instances they have where the, literally the best O line coach in the world. Yeah, I know, but which he's like eighty five. How is he still coaching? I didn't really understand how good the offensive line coach was until they signed and started Marshall Newhouse, ex Bill. God, he was awful, and he's. Not really doing anything wrong on this line, which is just crazy to me because he was so you just bad. About, you just learned about their line coach this year. He's been he's been there basically. Since no, no, I knew he was really good, and it was just like a big strength of theirs. But what really put it in perspective yeah, for touchdown, me? Touchdown, uh, James White. Oh, there's a there's flag. A flag. Uh, I don't think it's holding because it came from the back of the end zone. It came from the umpire. Well, when the field's tight like this, anybody can see anything. I guess so. Uh... Yeah, they're off on the is amazing. He, again, he's like 85. I don't, know. I don't know how he still does it. He's the real glue of the Patriots franchise. The, the secret I've they didn't want you to know. I've seen there's plenty of articles. Bach on the back. Okay. Ooh, it's on Edelman. He on looks Edelman. very confused. He's always confused about his penalties. <laughs> Maybe he's just always confused. No, apparently he's like one of the smartest guys on the team. Uh, I believe it. Yeah, got him in the back there. That was a weird play. Tough, tough call. Yeah, weird, weird, weird situation. 
<laughs> there you go. Just show the story. It is in the back. Good call. Look how big Marcus Cannon is. Uh, yeah. Now they got a pass, I guess. 11 yards It's out. still first. That's true. First and goal from the 11. I don't know. I think this is more like a running back screen. Or not screen. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yep. You called it. Yeah. Pass to James White. Pass to James White. Because I, I, I think that the best... I think they like to do that a lot. I don't yes. know that much. They kind of uh, Yo, put, James, guy's, put James White in the middle field and let him figure it out kind of situation. Just an update. That guy's last name is Cashman, <laughs> which is just an amazing <laughs> last name. I, I love that guy. I'm going to join an IDP fantasy league just a first pick. Yeah. Cashman. And then just drop. <laughs> do a mock draft. And then auto draft afterwards. Yeah. Do a mock draft. And probably accidentally come in first. And pick play action. Ben Watson. Ben Watson, who doesn't go anywhere because he's Ben Watson. <laughs> he did not look particularly agile. He looks on really catch. slow. Do you not think so? Yeah. <laughs> he bad. looks like he's 38. But again, he's the only, apparently he's the only tight end in free agency. So it's third and goal from the three. Four. If they don't make it, do they just go for it anyway? Because honestly, who Why fucking not? cares? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tom Brady red zone since 2016. 18 for 18, five touchdown. And time to throw is under one second. That's such a specific stat. Yeah, you know, something we realized is... Um, Aren't the stats really annoying when they give a very specific time reference? So it'll be like, since this guy has the most interceptions, or, or, okay, here's a good example. Richard Sherman has the most interceptions since 2011. Who has been a relevant corner since 2011? Yeah. There's no competition for that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And then it'll be, this guy has the most, like, receiving yards on third down since 2017. Yeah, what the hell are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, defensive holding here in the end zone, so Patriots get a new set of downs. Oh, I'm Brian Poole, ex-Falcon. Because, of course, not. Of course, why not? Uh, yeah, or it's like, Adam Minitari is the most, <laughs> like, since 1999. Well, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah, I, I, I see this sometimes, and I'm like, well, duh. But it's also, it's, it's still kind of like a legacy thing. I guess, I don't know, for a while I was saying, wow, that's cool. And then I kept seeing them, and I see them all the time, yes. and now I realize that they're not cool. I don't like to And see I them don't care. Time. Every once in a while, it's kind of like, oh, that's cute, but nothing more. He got we got, a, we got a Melvin Gordon run here. He went pretty much nowhere. There was nowhere to go. There was a huge pile of 22 giant... 21. Tom Brady actually people. ran away as fast as he could, which was not very fast. And also, yeah, like I said earlier, he's, he's moving pretty pretty uh, swiftly for a man his age. He's moving faster than Ben Watson. I don't think they're going to throw any passes to Brady this year. You know how they were really liking those trick plays where Brady goes off for a route? Actually, here's a trick play. So they have a Landon Roberts, their linebacker, and mm-hmm. a fullback. Oh, that is interesting. I'm sorry, I cut you off there, but I just noticed it. And you know what? He just made a decent block, but... Uh, and not good enough. Michelle went nowhere. Third and goal at the one. Remember what the one? Uh, Do you run it again? Play action? You so should bring the Kellen Moore, play action, then throw so it to the running back. New England back. does love running at the goal line, to be fair. They have, they're That's like true. the third heaviest goal line run team since... <laughs> since whatever. <laughs> okay, yeah, really that. great stat there. Since like the past three years, I think, if you want to cut it off. Like they are... They love well, to run it. What uh, year was it when the Garrett Blunt led the league in rushing touchdowns with 18? 2016? Yeah. 
So, I mean, mean, it's not like those were long runs. They were pounding in at the goal. They ran again, and Michelle got got in because because we're not. It took a second effort, but he got there. And Greg Williams. (laughs) You know, Jets are giving up 20, assuming they make the kick 24 points in a quarter and a half. This is much worse than I thought. I remember I said said they would score 30. Yeah, they scored 23. They're going to 30 in the next minute. They're going to just throw a pick six. Ugh. Don't put that evil on me. I mean, at this point, the Jets... Jets I was just so optimistic that this game would be moderately interesting. Well, okay, so we've gone through a roller coaster of opinions about this game because three weeks ago when we scheduled this, Jets were a train wreck. We were like, oh, this is going to be what we're we're watching now. Right. And then Sam Darnold was great last week, and we were like, you know what, this could be a good game. Ooh, flag on the PAT. (laughs) Which is the second worst time. Did you just see that? Yeah. What was that? So there was a PAT attempt, the flag was thrown, and then the head ref immediately comes out to say, there was no flag on the play, the defensive player was pushed into the quarterback. Which, if you know anything about football, made absolutely no sense. Yeah. I don't understand. So I don't know what play he was watching. He probably accidentally got caught up in the little replay camera that you stick your head into and just couldn't figure out how to get out. The referee was turning around and just ordering his uh, pizza for halftime. <laughs> right. He was, uh, you know, opening his back pocket to. Someone was putting a little money in there. They're know? not. This is not a referee thing. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think also refs, uh, uh, like the officials, get blamed a lot. Sometimes it's fair, but most of the time, when you lose a game, it's not because of the officials, right? Well, okay, you're correct in saying most of the time, but the fact is that it should be never. Yes. And so when you do see that, it's just really upsetting. But, like, I hear it after every loss. Not every loss, but I hear it a lot from, like, casual fans will be like, oh, the, the ref screwed us. First of all, there's only one referee. Well, First yeah. of all, there's only one referee. All the others are, all the others are officials. That's a, that's a semantic thing. But, okay. But, uh, but also, like, you know, the team also didn't have to throw those interceptions and fumble at the goal. You know, like, no, I most of the time it's don't screw up. Um, it's, you're looking for an excuse. You know, the coaches are always going to say it never comes down to one play. Uh, but at the end of the day... Sometimes it does, but it's also... Like, I, okay, for example, the Saints-Rams last year, the infamous... That was probably an officials. Oh, Jesus Christ, they changed the whole rules because of that. Well, yeah. But then other situations, like... And, like, maybe Lions-Packers. That was awful. I watched it and I couldn't believe it. I, I, I had to make a tinfoil hat. But that, we're After talking that about two games out of the last two years. Well, I don't know if those are the only ones. Those are the most memorable because... Well, not, but, like, the, for example, okay, the Chargers didn't lose last night because of the officials didn't mark Eckler in the end zone or Melvin Ward in the end zone. They I agree. Because they were incompetent. I agree. Because of the Chargers. But you'll hear... Chargers I still think it happens too often. There's... We, we, we can get into a referee debate for years. Official debate. Officials, of course. Well, part of it's the referee system. We should have an official debate about officials. Officials? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I'll describe it to some people. Who are like, I had no idea there's a line judge. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's weird. Some of the names are crazy. It's, I don't know why I mean, the name. I think I feel like they ran out of names at some point. Side judge, line judge, down judge. You know, if we were going to have an official debate about officials, we would probably need a judge. <laughs> we would. This an is all lining judge. up. An official judge. We'll call him OJ. Oh, good call. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have an official debate about officials judged by OJ. <laughs> Our official judge. 
Oh, they're, oh, they're taking it back kickoff. on the kickoff. See, this is interesting. I think they're fun to watch. Wow. Because you never He know ran it, made one cut, got to the 23. That was incredible. Because you never know what's going to happen with kickoffs. They're the most random plays. My favorite part about that play was the fact that Cashman was on the field, and I got to see him again. <laughs> they're going through the Sam Darnold turnovers again. Although, no, they're just watching the... Uh, they're, they're reviewing the, the boxes. Yeah, the boxes, yeah. And how the Patriots are loading the box. Because Which is smart, because Sam Darnold gets flustered. I mean, Just to clarify, the box is the area right in front of the offensive line, and if there's a lot of defensive players there, that means the quarterback is probably going to be facing a lot of pressure. Yes. Although, they're obviously, you can get in situations where they're disguising it, like Patriots love to disguise. Yeah, a lot of times there'll be many players in the box, but, but then, then not all of them back. go to the quarterback. They phase. drop into a zone, or they drop into a man scheme. Right. That's part of the way... Uh, Defensive coordinators try to keep offenses guessing, obviously. They're showing a snap count. They call it window dressing. That's a very fun... Yeah, now we're really getting into it. <laughs> Matt Ryan's still not ruled out for next week. That's a, I, I don't see any world where he plays. Falcons are a mess. They really are. Like they have, At least the Jets kind of have some hope. Falcons, Falcons still think they're good. That's the issue. Wow. Demarius Thomas called for a flag and he got it. Yeah, he blew a whistle. It's like there's going to be a holding, though, so it's not in your pass interference. It's not super... Automatic first down still. Yes, but it's only five yards. Holding, yeah. Holding on uh, J.C. Jackson. Good old J.C. Jackson. Undrafted rookie hero last year. Yeah, it's a holding. Yeah, when you see the jersey, get, oh, that was bad. And he too. also kind of yeah, made me. That was holding the pass interference. <laughs> he was he got lucky with the holding. Wow, well, that guy's name is Berrios. Is Braxton Berrios is the uh, Patriots draft in the seventh round? Or not seventh round, sixth round, two years ago. He was going to be like their next slot guy, and then they uh, let him go. And guess who picked him up? Demarius Thomas's Jets. Wow. <laughs> So they're running out to Mary's Thomas and Braxton Barrios. Literally, the, the guys that got cut from the Patriots roster. And Braxton Barrios is out of the game. Have you ever had Berrios? Have I ever what? Berrios. Like berry Cheerios? No, no. Berrios are when you pour Cheerios into a bowl and then instead of milk, you use beer. No. I'm not a beer guy, so I don't really know. Interesting. It's quite an experience. I don't see the... Uh, I hope I just put a bug in your brain so that if you ever get destroyed sometime in the future, you're going to be like, Nathan reminded me that this is a thing. I also don't really get destroyed. Well, you know, (laughs) it it might happen once. That throw was was to no one. And another flag! Today's time is called for it again! (laughs) Oh, it's going to be on J.C. Jackson again. I always say, like, I don't know why receivers put their hands up because the officials are going to call a flag no matter what, no matter what you say. Right. Whether or where they've already decided. But this is working. Has an appearance, too. I, I feel like these maybe are pity calls. I don't know where that throw was, but it was not in the vicinity of Demarius Thomas. That was not... Isn't there? I mean, maybe I'm, I'm not caught up on the rules. Like, it's not catchable. Is it still pass appearance? I don't know either. It, would it be holding? I mean... It, I well, remember, if it's before the throw, it has to be holding. holding. Yes. But if Sam Darnold throws it on the other side of the field... And and JC Jackson like uh, no, no, rolls no, no. over Demarius Thomas. Is that right. pass interference? It would not be pass interference. Uh, I believe the wording is something on the lines of 
the it's something defender. Else. Uh, no, but it has to be a name. It's not. It can't be a description. No. What do you mean? No, it's not. Pass interference is defined as something along the lines of the defender actively prevented the receiver from having an attempt at the ball. Yes. And so, if the ball is not in their vicinity, then they cannot have an attempt. Yeah, so, or you're not impeding so, so the attempt. So, if J.C. Jackson trucks Demarius Thomas to the other side of the field. But it would just be a different penalty. It just wouldn't be P.I. It might be like holding. Maybe just disguise it as holding or something. Right. Or maybe just unsportsmanlike conduct or something. Well, I, okay, I'm saying truck, but you get what I'm saying. Like, he, right. like he, he, whatever. He doesn't want to know what it would have been. Rashawn Bell versus the Patriots. So, Did you say LaShawn? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I just clicked fine. I never I'm wearing the LaShawn McCoy jersey, so no, I think I, I made the situation a little confusing. No. Uh, I said earlier he hadn't had much success, but he's had three games with 130 plus from Surge. I guess because volume. I feel good about that fantasy trade. But I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we can talk about that. I mean, since there's nothing to talk about here. <laughs> it is really brutal. Uh, this is, has not been a great game you to talk tra- about. You traded away Latavius Murray. Who you, I guess you, since you had running back that, oh, he almost threw another pick. Well, if Carrion's out for long, then I'm not going to have running back. Yeah, yeah, Carrion's going to be out for a while. Oh. Um, you I'm going to have to pick up Mark Walton. traded away Latavius. Oh, my God. <laughs> Marcus, I think it is. Uh, <laughs> we have roughing the passer on the Patriots. Patriots are just, I think they just feel bad. They are self-imploding. They are. I mean, Danny Shelton, who I like, he's a good run, he's a good, uh, run defender. Really good defensive tackle for the Patriots. I like the confidence and, uh, Booger just drew in a, that statement. Uh, he, Booger just drew a... Uh, he did. He drew two circles and a line. And a line. And, and I don't want to say specific, what it is, yeah. but it was basically a penis. So... <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Right I don't want to say, but he, I will. he drew the line right through the circle. It, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, Which, to be fair, now that I think about it, it should happen more. Because you're always yeah. circling linemen well, and then showing maybe the use X's or just more lines. Or yeah, something. You got to think about that. It, I don't it think is, it is properly bad. trained. Are they the ones that draw it right? It is both. Oh, oh, I, yeah. I know what I was going to mention earlier. So I asked about the Monday Night Cast because, uh, well, my family not a big fan of who they have right now, and we were spitballing. And my brother mentioned they should put Gronk on Monday Night Football. And at first, I was like, I don't know about that. And the more I think about it, the more I think that that's just fucking awesome. I want Gronk on it Monday Night. Nice for like a game, but I think you would get sick of it. Oh, um. They should have Pat it's McAfee like and Gronk. It's <laughs> that would be incredible. It's not like Robo, who's having fun, but he oh he oh man, that was crazy that play one. where uh, Sam has to roll out of the pocket, spins a, around a classic leaning back. Yep, chucks it up. Which uh, he's done half his throws of this game have been that, by the way. Yeah. But Bell almost came down with that. He it was a type of three where of, you uh, yeah, it was, it was, you throw it out of bounds and then the receiver kind of has to get on their tiptoes and really was, extend was, their arms. It was pretty far out of bounds, but not that close. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was happening I for a second. Was, I think uh, yes, I did for a second, but then I yeah when the defenders kind of well, what are you asking for? Look at what we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> that glimmer of hope was more than I've seen all night. Uh, no, I, I, like Tony Romo is fun to watch because he's having a good time, but he also has something to say. Like, he recognizes things. I don't think Gronk would do that. He's just having fun. He'd just be like, oh man, we got a third and ten. Like, <laughs> like Tony Romo was fun because he's like... Are we doing that much better right now? No. <laughs> like, Tony Romo is fun because he's always like, 
oh, it's third and three, anything can happen. And it's like, dude, you're the one that's supposed to know what happens. Like, you're yeah. the commentator. <laughs> you can't just say, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, he's gotten better at it. He does more stuff. But, like, that's what makes him fun. Gronk is just like, I don't know. You don't think he's going to be drinking during it? I, no, I don't know. Contract? He's never had any experience, so I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, no, let's talk about Tony Romo in the booth. Uh, and Jim Nance. Jim Nance, by the way, he get, he doesn't get it because everyone talks about Tony Romo. Jim Nance is awesome. No, I agree. I like that. Yeah, I like that. But uh, so everyone kind of jokes that Tony Romo has this crystal ball because he'll call the play before it happens. And uh, yeah. we should give some tips to the viewers at home for when they're watching how they can less effectively emulate what Tony Romo does. Calling so the play. we're doing, I mean, I called the James White thing. So that was an example. Yeah, I'm not trying to do my homework, but really, like, well, Patriots run a lot of those, like... Quarterbacks use a lot of reads at the line to audible and figure out exactly how they're going to manage the play. And yeah. so Tony Romo, being an effective quarterback in the NFL for a long time, isn't afraid to use the skills he kind of picked up to do that, and that's why he has this quote-unquote crystal ball. So, okay, just a little thing that you can do when you're watching games. A lot of times you'll hear a quarterback yell a number. So they'll say, like, 51-51. Mm-hmm. And what that means is they're calling out the guy on defense. So the matchup with the receiver who is going to end up being guarded by 51. 51 is a linebacker number. There's probably going to be some sort of mismatch with a running back. They'll throw it to that receiver who 51 is supposed to guard, and it'll typically be an effective play when they do that. So if you're listening at home... Or sometimes it's hard to hear the quarterback. It's true. Play. It is not easy to hear the quarterback all the Depending time. But if you hear them yell a, a number of a defensive player, that means that they're targeting them. You might ask, wouldn't the defensive player know if they call their number? But at the end of the day, again, it's just such a good mismatch that the quarterback isn't afraid to let everybody and on the field know. It's an instantaneous thing. The defense can't change the... Oh, my goodness. They have what? another interception this time in the end zone. I got confused about who had the ball. I thought that was just a touchdown pass by the Patriots because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't see a green jersey. To be fair, Sam Darnold's throwing more touchdowns. <laughs> it's the classic, you know, Sam Darnold. Anyway, uh... Yeah, getting back to the line thing. Yeah, it's such an instantaneous thing. It's not like if, if Brady calls out with five seconds on the play clock, 51, deep, Greg Williams isn't going, okay, i got to change the play, you know, or change the matchup and that sort of thing. So it's such a quick thing. They can't do anything about it, too. So it's, another, it's yeah, it's another thing to think about. Oh, do you want to explain uh, what kill Look is? Look at his catch, though. That, that was Harmon. a pretty amazing catch. Deron Harmon was, like, their third four, or fourth safety. And J.C. Jackson there. Uh, what, was he, what were you saying? Do you want to explain what kill means when the quarterback yells kill, kill, kill? So kill, um, although maybe I'm a little confused about this too. Yeah. Kill means they're switching to an audible, right? They're audible in? So, is that correct? Yeah. Half correct. Kill is going to be, you're changing up the play. Because you don't like what you see, yeah. You, so you so let's say it's a run, right, or something. You're saying, no, we're, we should switch pass. it up. So like a pass. Yeah. So like yeah, a deep pass or whatever, whatever it is, yeah. Oh, are they checking... Whether it's a safety? I don't... Well, that would be annoying. Down. No, I, I think there's some rule about if your momentum is carrying you back yeah, into the end zone. Yeah. I'm looking at now. they got a lot of uh, bald guys on the team. Well... Harmon and the two McCordys, yeah. I would say just a, a lot of people are bald. New England Patriots? Oh, they're seeing if he's down there. What? They're not well, looking at it. They just ran a play, so it's too late now. He barely got back to the one. That was yeah. almost a safety. Michelle, I mean, they should pass here. 
Uh, well, it's scary passing so close because holding is, in the end zone is a safety. It is, but also Michelle hasn't looked that great. Well, they have they five other to, running backs to hand it off yeah, to. Yeah, and they have, he hasn't has like a Belichick is going nuts right now. I'm not sure why. I guess because of all the penalties. Oh, yeah. Wow, this is crazy. They <laughs> got a turnover and Belichick is just grinding them. He's pissed. I mean, to be fair, they looked bad on that drive. They got lucky with the pick. That's true. I mean, maybe not lucky. That obviously it was a good pass, pass rush, but in good uh, and an amazing catch, an amazing catch. But still, up until that point, and Edelman almost hits a first down. Uh, he's no, he's oh, not, he, he keeps walking. Oh my goodness! He went. He went out. Uh, he's, third and two. Third one. What? Right there. Look. Oh, he's on the, he's on the ten. Uh, that's a generous spot. No, because he was he he uh, stretched the ball out. Uh, injury. Maybe. Jets player down. Can't tell who it is. Most that's not Rose. No, no, it's a lineman. I think they're gonna say it. Oh, it's Quinn and Williams. Quinn and Williams. Oh no, that this hurts. Year, he's been good this year. He's been great. That's yeah. a good pick. I mean, to be fair, he was like billed as ready to go All Pro. Yeah. Like junior Aaron Donald. Basically. Well, I think if anyone really has those expectations for a rookie, then they're kind of fooling themselves. Not to say it never happens, but no, I don't really no, know if you can expect. But not that everyone is like Quentin Nelson or. You know, Quinn, oh God, Quinn Nelson's amazing. Not well, yeah. I'm thinking like not everyone is like that. I, I know, I know. Like uh, even uh, I was just admiring former Jets defensive tackle Leonard Williams. He's kind of been up and down. I mean, he was good his yeah. first couple years. He got, I think, he got injured. So yeah, there's the same like uh like you know we talked about Miami tanking and stuff, but not all draft picks are guaranteed, right? You could completely you have to draft well. And so one of the criticisms of the, of the Dolphins tanking is like, what proof have they shown to be able to draft a competent team? Well, I don't know. The last memorable time I can think that a team really tanked for a specific player was when the Colts tanked for but, Andrew Luck. But okay, that, yeah, that was such a confluence of events. I agree. Manning happened agree. to get injured the year before. They also it exposed the team because the team was really... Uh, not built to succeed without him, as shown this year, where Andrew Luck retires uh, instantaneously, and they're Ugh. they're four and two. So yeah, that's because the team is built so much better. But in and uh, but I don't think the Dolphins are tanking for Tua. They're tanking because they realize we don't have anything here. Might as well reset. We're done going seven and nine with Ryan Tannehill over here. Well, the problem with actually tanking in football is that the coaches it's not a good move for them because part of the rebuild is probably going to be to clean out the coaching staff because in football building a winning culture is something that's way more important than in other sports because the season is so short mm-hmm. like look look at the cardinals right you know they have some pieces that they can build off of and it would make sense for them to kind of want to tank too but that's not what's important right now you need to take the core of players that you have and teach them how to win and it might not happen more often than not but the fact that you have those wins and tie against the Lions which was a great comeback I mean in the Cardinals book that's a win Uh, the fact that you have those games to look back on next season and kind of build off of those instances of actually performing is going to be more beneficial than a slight increase in the draft it's a player development situation just get a stop on third and one it's That's a player, huge. It's, it's a yeah. Is that James White? Uh, it's a player development situation too, right? Yep. And keeping the players interested. 
Well, yeah. Again, because like, the season is so short, the player yeah. development aspect is like, really important. Like, you know, the Dolphins. Like, I think it was after week one, they're all like five Dolphins players reporting interested in getting or seeking out a trade. Yeah, it's like they immediately went out. You look at the uh, Vontae Davis thing with the Bills a couple of years ago, which that was just goofy. Okay, like, let's take a timeout. We had a winning culture before then. That that was just him being was, old, and he well, didn't want to Well, the Bills looked anymore. bad in that game. Well, okay, yeah. The the Peterman thing. Yes, the Peterman era in the Buffalo is embarrassing. and I can't believe that Nathan Peterman was on the roster and s- started a game in the season that we made it to the playoffs for the first time in seven years. That was years. A crazy. That doesn't make any we sense. We talked about that. Tyra Taylor, who's a competent NFL quarterback. He's not great, but like... He... I would go so far as to say that he's bad. I don't want to say he's bad. I, I, he didn't turn the ball over, which is great, but... He didn't do enough to win games. Never, never. But he wouldn't, like, kill you. It wasn't like, oh, gosh, I got Tyrod Taylor. Like, it wasn't... You know what I mean? It's like, hey, we got Tyrod Taylor. We, we but the problem is, in the NFL nowadays, if your quarterback isn't winning you games, who the hell is winning it for you? Your defense can be great, but they, I mean, do, they you can't rely on them to put up points. I mean, and then you, you have to rely on your run game you all the time. You could see Tyrod Taylor doing what like Garoppolo is doing this year, where he's just like doing enough. No, I think Garoppolo it. shows much better flashes of okay excellence than Tyrod ever did. Well, Tyrod Taylor, when he runs effectively, can be very good. Jets but are, he's your quarterback, you know. Jets are on the other side of the fifteen maybe for the first time. <laughs> Real right. Oh no, last drive when they threw the pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but also Tyrod Taylor kind of comes from, like, he would have been great 15 oh, years awful. ago. Oh, that's a good point. Like, it's but that's not It yeah. is a different era, that's true. But, you know, you gotta train your whole life for this role. I'm just saying, like, don't you think the Bears oh. would love Tyrod Taylor from three years ago today? Bell just had a 10 yard run. Uh, uh, he no, had some space. Like seven yard run. Let's call him down there. There's a fly well, hole. Anyway, he had some space to the left. I feel like he should have kept going. Also, it just got called back, so... What was, what was the hole? I didn't see the... Uh, that guy's name's crazy. Chuma Edora. Yeah, say it. Was that... You know, the Patriots have been held scoreless in the last five minutes, so... It's, uh, good lord. It's looking good. Jets still starting Ryan Griffin, who was the fourth string tight end on Houston last year. I, 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 that's not a joke. I don't think that's, I think that's true. Well, the Patriots are starting Ben Watson, so. Yeah, who was the fifth string tight end. <laughs> oh, taking a shot. Sam Darnold throwing. Into double misses, coverage. Uh, that's, you know what? That would have been picked off if uh, we were a better pass. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it wasn't because you know, Gilmore couldn't get back to him in time. And they have Gilmore and Anderson. I mean, that's good coverage too. Yeah, Harmon in the area. I think they usually put Gilmore on Anderson. How is that the read? What What is Sam doing? I think he was just taking a shot. But I, mean, I think Gaze was like just go for double it. Double coverage. Rob, I oh I think it was a situation where I mean again we talked about like pre snap <sighs> stuff. He was going to Robbie Anderson on that play no matter what. Robbie Anderson again. Oh, we talked about full throws. That being fast, but Robbie Anderson's. Uh, Great timeout, Jets. Um, I mean, this is a pretty quick guy. I mean, he had a good game last week, obviously. I don't know. I like the Jets receivers. Like, I mean, we've talked about it before too, um, off the podcast. But there's some pieces there. 
Jameson Crowder, who, who you like. Uh, PPR monster. <laughs> Abby Anderson's good uh, on, on the... Uh... Oh, we get to watch a trailer for Star Wars. That may be the best thing we watch tonight. Probably. Well, other than Cashman. <laughs> You're your favorite player. Jets defensive end. I don't even know what position. Linebacker. That was he linebacker? Yeah. Was he a 3-4 linebacker? Or was he, a... he is a 3-4 linebacker. There you go. What do, you, what do you call the two guys in the middle? Those are inside linebackers. So you have outside linebacker and inside linebacker. Oh. But, oh. ILB so there's no, mid- yeah, there's no middle. Okay. Yeah, it's ILB. I think it would be classified. Uh, Darnell Hiddesy throws wow. it. Got it out for the first down. 3rd and 15 converted. Uh, the 35... Demarius Thomas, who's been the best receiver on this team in the most yards, including penalty yards, for the Jets. Uh, Jets running no huddle, trying to get a playoff for the team in the morning, and they get it. I don't know why they're rushing to get a playoff for the team in the morning. Well, stops the clock. On a passing play? No, but Free I mean, passing like, play? I mean, like, would they not just try to milk the clock the rest of the quarter? Yeah, look at Demarius Thomas. All right, I have a fantasy update. All right. It's really good news. So I am going to lose this week. Okay. But I'm going to move up a spot in the rankings. Because someone else loses. Everyone with my record also lost, and the one guy with uh, who's one game behind is also going to lose. So... Okay. Yep. Sixth to fifth. I think I'm winning two of my two leagues this week. Uh, yeah, Darren Waller. Saving grace. Yeah, I had to play Darren Waller this week. So Although, to be help. fair, I started Wentz, Mixon, and Coleman as my quarterbacks and running backs. A Mixon had a touchdown. Yeah, that was it. Those were well, his points. I mean... He was my RB1 this week. Because, <laughs> uh, again, McCaffrey was out. Luckily, I mean, had Eckler in the flex, so you can, you know, fake with your, your RB is. But, uh, you know, again, as long as Le'Veon Bell... Doesn't do too much, but again, it's not doing. Four points so far. I called out in a group me, so I'm going to check this. This week was brutal. I had 21 points from Josh Allen, 35 from Chase Edmonds, 15 from Hunter Henry, 10 from my kicker, 17 from my defense, and I'm losing by 40. <laughs> What's the New England defense at right now? What's their, how many points do they have right now? I, I have to know. Although your league does it it's differently scoring, right? Yeah, it is a little goofy. Um, it's uh, like an extra point per turnover. Okay. You can give us a ballpark number now. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I can pull it up. Oh, the standard scoring. So in standard scoring, they're at 17 right now. Two interceptions, obviously fumble recovery. Yeah. In well, my league, they're at 20.65. What's well, incredible, though? An extra point for turnover and kicker turnovers. What's incredible, though, is one sack. But I think it's because the Jets have only run like eight pass plays. Yeah, they really have an opportunity. Well, like the sack no, rate is probably... No, no, the know. sack was on the turnover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, one sack. Isn't that crazy? Given how much pressure they put on. Uh, let's just get to the next Thursday night game. Redskins, Vikings. Well, I can't wait to start Stefan Diggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I sat him this week for Murray, which was, you know, a, a good, it was non, non-PPR. So Murray ended up scoring him, but oh, I don't know what we're watching here. This is a... Uh, World champion World beatboxes. Because you got to get that ad money. 
Okay, so kind of a down the sideline throw to Demaryius Thomas again, again. As I said before, so uh, many targets leading the Jets in yards, including penalty yards. <laughs> I think the Jets might have more well, penalty we have, yards we have than yards. We got a reset right now. We get the ball in the second half, is what Gaze is telling Darnold. I'm not buying it. I like how he's like, we got a reset. We get the ball in the second half. Yeah, but you're down 24. Well, if they score here, get the ball back, score again. You're down now 10. you're down 10. Yeah. I mean, we got a reset. There's a chance. <laughs> That's a reset. Yeah. Five for 11 for 29 yards and two picks. Two picks, obviously. Yeah. Well. And incomplete. Oh no. Yeah, he dropped it. That's out. Jameson Crowder, your favorite. Wide receiver num- number eight uh, with a number of eighty-two on the Jets. <laughs> That's true. I-, I would argue that he's everyone's favorite wide receiver with the number eighty-two on the Jets. Uh, yeah, that's out. Oh, wait, didn't he catch it? He might. And this is again what I was talking about. I'm so hitting, confused with did, hitting the ground. Did it hit the ground though? I think it did. Yeah, it hits there. There's no. Wait, no, he's, his arms under it. Uh, this is good because it would stop the clock if it were complete. Why would it stop the clock? No, it stops the clock if it's incomplete, and it stops if it's complete because they're challenging. Because they're not challenging. They're reviewing it. No, no, they'll do the ten-second runoff thing. Well, yeah, you stop it, but you also run. Yeah, you get to reset. As Adam Gates was oh. saying, you get to reset. So that's actually what Adam Gates was talking about when he said reset. <laughs> what? Let's get a play through reviewable so we can reset. Makes more sense now. I like how that's his his what he's the court you know he's built as a quarterback whisperer right. That was why he was hired to help Sam Darnold. And always going to like we get the ball back in the second half. It's like okay yeah I could have told you that. We got to reset. I don't think reset inspires a lot of confidence. Yeah. Yeah I mean I, I'm just saying like you're not really saying anything. You're just saying that was fucking awful. Yeah. Let's try to not do that anymore. We're, we're gonna we're gonna try again. We're going and uh, we'll figure it out. You know, right. something will happen. It's crazy. I mean, we'll never know, but like, you just want to see like uh, maybe like Hugh Jackson a couple of years ago in the locker room in, in the half, and then also like Bill Belichick in the locker room in the halftime, and just kind of compare what they're saying the whole time. It'd be an interesting, like, uh, like if they could do Hard Knocks version of that, mm. where they could show all that. I mean, obviously they wouldn't. I think it would be <laughs> just to see the levels of like the difference between competent and like uh, controlled. Like, assuming they're both down, let's say they're both down like fifteen, you know, whatever, twenty-four points. Just to see the difference in, in uh, style of coaching and stuff like that. I, I gotta start playing my computer. You can keep talking. Great. I didn't have the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can still talk. It'll pick me up. Let's see. What's the best way to do this? I think this is the closest out. Oh, there's one right there. That's not good. Okay. Yes. We should have ordered food. You must have made That would have been an excellent idea. Well, I just saw that Domino's commercial, so. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. Actually, oh, I can't do that anymore. I'm I'm vegan now. Oh really? Yeah, I was vegetarian for ten years. For anyone who didn't say, know, yeah. And uh, I decided to step it up a bump, going vegan. It's just about time. That's cool. Yeah. No. It's really exciting, and honestly, it doesn't change my life that much. I basically just can't have pizza. I was gonna say it's yeah. I mean, there's some. Yeah. 
I guess I don't know all the rules too. So, uh, my you can follow your own rules too. But, oh, hold on, I get the ruling here. They're it was completed. Catch. Great. So now it'll be fourth and two. <laughs> <laughs> they might go for it. No, they have. To. What do you mean they might? They have to. Uh, well, okay. You see, it kind of might hit the ground there. No. Uh, so I would just like to say Jameson Crowder has amazing hands PPR monster I guess it doesn't yeah that's true it does hit it. Yeah. Um, so they're not going to do the 10 second runoff is what they just said I think. my mom had some dietary restrictions recently so we were all following those dietary restrictions uh-huh. to you know just be supportive I guess and so one of those things was uh, no lactose no lactose. So, I, you know, I felt pretty comfortable without cheese, milk, all that stuff. For ice a while. cream? Yeah, oh, well, ice cream, that hurts a little bit. You can do, like, sorbet. Yeah, yeah, there's there's options. Jenny's has a vegan ice cream flavor. So, okay. Uh, that's good news. And then, uh, other than that, I kind of just have to cut out eggs and then be careful with things like honey and mayo. Eggs are good, eh? No, eggs are a great source of uh, protein, protein without cholesterol. carbs. Yeah, because it's just if but, you don't want to eat like meat, yeah. right? You just gotta find a substitute. That's all. Mm, just tofu, I mean, obviously. You know what's brutal? Uh, what was brutal being vegetarian, and will be more brutal being vegan is that I don't really like tofu. Really? Yeah. Well, how could I not see? That's the thing. Like tofu doesn't taste like anything. <sighs> yeah. So, so I think it just depends how you prepare it. Yeah. Uh, in my personal experience, I found that the texture. Okay. Tofu is very unsettling. I I'm the same way. It's it's quite rubbery oftentimes, and no. instead of wanting to put it in my mouth and chew it, I kind of just want to hold it between it, it two fingers and watch it wiggle. It doesn't taste like it doesn't seem like you're eating food. Right. It does feel. It feels like it's like it's synthetic. Right. Like it's processed. And uh, you know, I've encountered some substitute meats that were very synthetic and just awful, and. They were just terrible, and so anything that vaguely reminds me of that. Um, Can we talk about this play call here? I think they're just running it out, man. Are they just going to run it out? I mean, it's they're 24-0. Calm. This has been painful to watch. I think they just don't want to subject us to... That's true. So, well, yeah, just to recap here, Jets just went 4-0. Patriots get the ball back at their 15. Nope, 20, 27. And they uh, run a play up the middle to James White. Now they're passing, though. Well, they still have three timeouts. So I guess they changed their mind. But it wasn't like James White had a great run and then they changed their mind. James White went nowhere. Well, maybe they were just trying to see what throw happens. Throw him off. Yeah. That's true. You never expect it. Great catch there. Philip Dorsett. See, he makes yeah. these catches. No, I, but then I he also, I think, leads the... Or he's like up there in the league and drops. Mm. No, that's not true. I, mean, I think I'm thinking of someone else. And I'm looking for a Demarius Thomas flag. Yeah, very confused again. <laughs> I tell you, he's always confused. On flags. Yeah, third, they've already milked half the clock on three plays. Well, they still have three timeouts. Yeah, but they haven't gone very far. Well, all I'm saying is that, you know, it says 35 seconds, but with three timeouts, you can imagine there's two minutes and 35 seconds. Field goal range is within 15 yards, keep that in mind. Well, no, no, no. That's a regular kicker's field goal range. We're talking about Mike Nugent's field goal No, 15. No, I'm saying he, they hit the 15-yard line. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hit the 15-yard line. Oh, my goodness. Edelman drops it. Drops. A oh. little bobble and then the drop. And Brian Poole is all over him. Gave a big <laughs> hug at the end of that one. <laughs> Why did just run him out of there? That was crazy. 
That's a catch that Edelman makes 99 times out of 100. Yeah, I agree. What is this? He, was, oh. he did the whole look ahead. Yeah, he did the look away thing. I'm telling yeah. you, it happens all the time. He did the look away. I think he has more drops than usual this year, too, and that's probably a drop, right? Dude, I, I'm telling you, I feel like there's more drops everywhere. So, uh, just, just throwing these names out there. Uh-huh. DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas. Yeah. I've seen crazy. plays where on four-yard slants, they're, it's just beaten off their hands. They look like they have stone hands, I think like, which is crazy because they didn't drop a pass last year. We're in like a big play era, too. Yeah, look at the Patriots' first seven opponents, 12 and 30. Well, to be fair... Wait, sh- who has the other wins? The Bills have five. Giants have a couple. Steelers? Steelers have one. Wait, the Steelers have only won one game? Oh, they have, no, they have two. Yeah. Two and then, well, now the Redskins have one. No, it doesn't work. There you go. I feel like we're so short. <laughs> this is like uh, when you pay with something in cash, but you don't know how much money you have. And so you put down some payment. money in there like, we need more. This is completely unrelated to anything, but I made a payment... Uh, the bill was thirty three, like forty eight. I paid forty. He gave me seven dollars back. <laughs> he just rounded up. That's nice. Oh, I have a great story with that. One time, my friend bought something at a gas station. I three and out. Yeah. And uh, he paid in bills, and he got some change back. And uh, he went to give it back to the cashier. He was like, "Hey, do you want this?" I think he assumed that the cashier would just put it in the cash register. But uh-huh. apparently, there was something against being allowed to do that. So the cash register, sorry, the the cashier said, "I don't want this either." And so they just looked at each other and didn't know what to do. And he literally slid the change into the trash bin. They just threw it away. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, nobody did that. That was bizarre to watch. I That's, had no idea what was happening. Just take it home. Save up, put it in the vending machine. Neither of them wanted change. That's how useless <laughs> it is. That was... I mean, that's why credit cards are a thing. Uh, yeah, that's true. Great punt. Okay, so they'll nail it down. Uh, yeah, so first half recap. I'll just put it on mute if you don't mind. Yeah. Unless you want to listen to the uh, Charlie Puth halftime. Uh, okay, um, so what do you think? So the first half, it's 24 nothing, assuming nothing crazy happens in the next 13 seconds. You got the hat on for your eyes because you're upset <laughs> that the Jets couldn't do anything? I... Yeah, that they couldn't do anything. I can't lie. I was really hoping that I still had hope at this point in the game. You're hoping that you would have hope. Right. Which, I feel like that's not that much to ask for. Okay, I don't think the Jets got shut out. Uh, Is that, but that which ooh. sounds ridiculous, but like, that's not uh, a crazy thing. They looked so bad. They get a field goal. <laughs> Case goes for a field goal in like the middle of the fourth <laughs> uh, Oh wait, actually speaking of that, just because it's fairly relevant. Last week... Look at this. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. Last week... Pats Giants. That punt at the end of the game? Did you watch the game? Do you know uh, what I'm talking I, I about? I didn't catch the whole game. Uh, towards the end, it was like fourth and two. The Giants had it within their own 30. Mm-hmm. But there was, I don't know, six minutes left or something, and they were down two. And they punted it on fourth and two. They're at their own 30, and it's six minutes left? Yeah, you can punt it. Why no, not? no, no. It, okay, there's, there's some metric in it. <laughs> some Doug Peterson... <laughs> I have no idea about all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, but basically, it judges how conservative a play call is. Yes. And apparently, that was in the 99th percentile of all calls within the past Which history of maybe, the NFL. Maybe you're misquoting what happened, but like based on what you said, six okay, minutes okay. left. Let, let's say there was four minutes left. How about that? Okay, four minutes left, you go for it. Okay. But six minutes? 
That's plenty of time. No, you can't trust your defense to get a stop and then trust your offense to get two scores in that game. No, no, oh, you're down two. Oh, you're down two scores. Yeah, two. You're down two points. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Oh, okay. Because I was like, oh yeah, you just can't, you just need a field goal. Yeah, I, I okay. might have missed the word scores there, which was a very relevant keyword. But okay, so <laughs> going back to what you said, then down two, you you, you can punt. Because if you don't punt. Oh, down two the, points, you punch. Yes, yeah. because you would lose the game. Yeah. If you don't get that. Okay, you're not two scorers. Yes, you have to go for it. I'm sorry. We messed <laughs> that up. That was wild. <laughs> we messed that up. Oh, okay. Uh, I have some fun numbers for you. That's pretty relevant. Is, because, uh, Riddick? Is, okay. is that Theo Reddick's brother? I think so. Cool. I'm sorry, go ahead. Cool numbers. Um, okay. So, the reason why I bring this up is because there's uh, this theory in psychology called pulling the goalie, which is where you should perform actions that marginally increase your chance of a positive outcome, even if it is more likely to result in an even worse outcome than what you have without a success, and create negative public opinion. Mm -hmm. So, you know... It's the basics. It's the foundation of, like, yeah, new analytics. Right. Um, okay, so it's the go for it. The reason why it's called pulling the goalies because you know in hockey, if you're down, you're gonna pull the goalie to try to get an extra attacker in there so you can try to score. Better chance of scoring. Right. If you're okay, you're a perfectly average NHL team against another perfectly average NHL team. It's the third period and you're down by one goal. Mm-hmm. What is the optimal time in the third quarter to pull your goalie? You're asking me. Yeah. What well, I just um, want your guess. I know something about hockey. I don't know enough. Uh, they're twenty minute periods, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Three <laughs> periods, twenty minute periods. I'm going to lay it out. Where this is a, this is a football episode, so you know. right. Uh, yeah, I think based on what I've seen, I haven't watched a hockey game in a while. I mean, six minutes is that? That's an incredible guess. Uh, it's five minutes and forty seconds. There you go. Yeah. Because I, I I'm going off like memory of when I remember teams pulling goalies. Yeah, about six. Well, minutes. no, but that never happens. That's why the psychology theory is kind of based on that and it's referencing hockey is because, you know, if uh, an NHL team is down 1-0 and you pull the goalie with 5 minutes and 40 seconds left and then the other team scores on your open net and you're down 2-0, well, you can't put the goalie back in. You have to double down on your strategy. Next thing you know, they keep doing it and it's 7-0 and it looks awful. But at the end of the day, it's the same result as if you lost 1-0. You lost. Yeah. And like 6 minutes gives you enough time to come back. If you if you get down to, I guess that's kind of why I was going at it. You have enough time to get a score because hockey sometimes. Yeah. I mean, hockey is a game kind of like soccer and other sports like that. You can go the whole game and no one scores. Right. Which is really exciting. <laughs> soccer more than hockey, obviously. Yeah. Well, but. I can think of three sports where that happens: uh, hockey, soccer. And a Jets Patriots Monday Night Football game. If you're there, I means baseball on occasion you can get that. But even so, <laughs> baseball in the home run era that we're in now. Yeah, so yeah, not anymore, not so much. Baseball, this is a little more, but yeah, I mean, it's very different than like basketball where there's a score every thirty seconds, not yeah, every twenty seconds, or if you're watching like a Warriors game or something. Uh, your stream, yeah, it's halftime. Is buffering? Oh, is that why? Well, I, I don't know, but who cares? Well, there's, I, mean, there's nothing I, just, I don't know. Right? I don't know for yeah. No, it takes about fifteen minutes for halftime. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, that's what I'm saying. We're trying to. We're trying to time it right. We really need to see that. I mean, just get the ball back. As uh, you say. Oh yeah. They're it's, gonna reset. They're, yeah, they'll reset. They'll reset. They're resetting. Um. Well, okay. I mean, to be fair, think I, about it like this: If the Patriots scored twenty-four-zero in the first half, 
Why couldn't the Jets score twenty four zero in the second half? Well, I mean, you're joking there, but like, <laughs> we could you would see you could see a situation where like Jets come out and they get two quick scores. That's not like completely crazy. You don't think so? I'm not sure how that would work. Okay, let's say let's say a touchdown and then uh, Patriots go three and out and then Jets get a field goal. So twenty four ten. We're looking at twenty four ten and it's like four minutes left in the, four, the third quarter. You couldn't see that happening. I mean it. Could happen. Like, Jet, like Adam Gaze schemes this amazing touchdown drive to open the half. And again, well, wait, time out. I already am not on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm saying this is it's not it's a non-zero percent chance that this could happen. Where uh, I need to see this Charlie Puth halftime show. <laughs> we gotta watch the Star Wars trailer. Oh, I actually kind of yeah. Well, we can watch it after. <laughs> again, in That's this, true. In it's not going anywhere. Age. In this day and age, we're not following Twitter. We're not going to get spoiled. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, we have to log into my account. I mean, we can do use my ESPN account. Uh, not ESPN, my Verizon account. We're watching a stream here, so that's why we're not watching it on ESPN because uh, TV doesn't have cable because the cord literally doesn't reach the thing. That's probably I think part of the reason. Do you not have a coax cable? I have one. Oh, okay. I don't think that my roommate's in that. I mean, I have a TV, too. You could have watched the TV. You also could have watched Down the Hall, but as I said earlier, I don't, I don't remember if that was on. No, I think that was before we started rolling. Three ads remaining. Well, that was very kind of you to tell me. Yeah. Now we know how, how long we've made Two ads for. remaining. <laughs> we know whether we can make, take a bathroom break or not. Uh, do you want some water? I need some water. Yeah, actually. Okay. Uh, keep talking. Well, I'm just trying to get the stream back. Okay. Uh, so then what is the most likely outcome here? Um, I think the Jets score once. In some fashion. Like, it might just be a field goal. It's a field goal? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I think they get a touchdown. Although, to be fair, Patriots have given up like two touchdowns before that Giants game, right? Or, uh, including the Giants game, they've given up like three touchdowns all season. At least the defense has. So the stream on the backup website isn't loading, but I'm really appreciating these comments because there's a chat for the stream. Uh, maybe don't say all of them on... No, certainly not. Um, there's a lot of Charlie poops going around. Uh, something about Mahomes too. Are you? Do you think? I mean, this is maybe a controversial question. Do you think we get a little too much like Rams Chiefs coverage? Well, I don't think the Rams have deserved it this year. No, but I guess I'm talking about like the past couple of years. Like that. Like that. Uh, well, that, the Chiefs weren't like a big thing to watch until Mahomes happened. They were very good. No, they were a good team, Smith. but they weren't exciting. Yes. But do you know that I think it's like overboard? Like I like every time you look up the word NFL or the phrase NFL, you have to see. I mean, they're definitely branding Mahomes as the future of the league. Which, which is weird because Kansas City is not like a big market too, right? No, I, th I think it is. Look, okay, think about when you talk about stadiums that you don't want to play in. Actually, I think like they're... Arrowhead's like, up there. No, but apparently like they're... Uh, 
as far as like home field advantage goes for Arrowhead, it's like in the bottom tier. Historically. Well, I mean, like that just relies on team performance. Right? I well, sat next to a guy at a Bills game, and he had been to every stadium, and he said that Arrowhead was the loudest place that he'd been to. I've heard that about like five Seattle. different stadiums, though, to be fair. You can ask five people, and they'll say different five different stadiums. No, but this guy had been to yeah, no, but every just, stadium. That's what I'm saying. I've, I've heard that. I think I heard that quote from someone else yeah. like a few days ago, and they said... I forget what they said. Maybe it was like... Maybe one there. I don't remember. But it definitely... Uh, it's not the Dolphins. Although I was just in the Hard Rock, the Hard Rock Stadium. It's decent. It's a nice stadium. It only seats like 65,000, which is crazy for an NFL stadium. You would think it would seat more than that. Especially the one that they're going to use for the Super Bowl. I mean, the strings aren't working. Yeah, I'm having some trouble. Maybe it's because it's, it's, it's still halftime? No, it should be showing it. Uh, I got a re-rate request. Uh, he still took off two points, even though he told me to have a good full credit. Uh, I can see if it's still halftime. Yeah, it's still halftime. So we have time. Okay, well, this is officially the longest podcast that we've ever done. Now? No, it's been. <laughs> you just want me to cut that part out earlier? It's just more of a hassle. No, <laughs> I was joking. I don't know if you. Well, I don't know how much you want to reveal about yourself. I don't know how much. I'm a Bills fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I mean, we didn't talk about it, but how's your new job? So you just started your. Your new job today, right? This is your first day? Yeah, my first day was today. Um, uh, we don't have to reveal exactly what it is, but just, you know. Well, I'll just say uh, everyone was awesome today. Really? I really you appreciate like the people. Yeah. I looked up, I, you know, out of curiosity, I looked up, like, their, uh, let's say, program. Yeah. Uh, they had a lot of people working there, it seems like. They have a pretty no, decent full size staff. Yeah. Um, and a lot of student leaders, too, obviously. Yeah. I'd say, uh, what's it called? There's a lot of things where I'm going to have to change my mental framework about what I think should be going on because it's... Uh, to theirs, adapting. Right, right, adapting to theirs. But I also already see a lot of opportunities where I'm going to be able to bring in my experience and then benefit. And there the should be a lot of crossover too, I assume. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's a good point. I'd say it's pretty easy for me to brush the stuff that's the same under the rug, uh, which is probably, you know, 90% of it. But okay. yeah, at the end of the day, as... Uh, Coordinating the program, that that ten percent of difference is, is really where so, you can make an impact. I mean, I guess so. You're coordinating. So, what exactly are you in charge of here? Um, one specific uh, Type. subset of. Okay. Are you? It's the it's the exact same thing as what. Yes. Yes. Okay. Same thing as my old job, just new location. Okay. So. I I wasn't sure exactly what it was. I knew you were yeah. doing the same field, obviously. Okay, so that sounds like a good opportunity. Yeah. I assume they hired you because you could bring your old experiences. And yeah, there's, old there's a handful that. of things um, that are interesting. Like, you know, tech is uh, where we are. But also it's, you know, obviously STEM school. And yeah. I'm going to be working more specifically with the STEM tech classes okay. at this new location. Okay. So, um, you know, so there's, just a, there's just a few things. It's like very applicable. Yeah. It's maybe an easy transition for you to put you into something you didn't know about. 
Yeah, yeah, I feel sense. like I'm set up for success. So that makes sense. Well, yeah. that's cool. That's exciting. Yeah, we'll see how day two goes. But <laughs> yeah, you said you were busy tonight. Uh, I I didn't want to pull you away from something important. Oh no, it's just uh, so on top of this because of the new job, I moved into my new place on Saturday. Oh, wow. So I don't really have my bearings there. Uh, somehow there's no working Ethernet port in the apartment. It We have Google Fiber, which is great, mm-hmm. but I sure don't know how to use it. Um, so I put in a maintenance request to ask how that works, and then the maintenance guy just said, contact your internet provider, which I don't even know how to do because I've been there for two days. So yeah. You may have to ask like a... Yeah. But, so you know, like today I just had to buy groceries because I had no groceries at the new place. Okay. Um, you know, make dinner, makes sense. do a little laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a busy time. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll have to let us know how it goes. Yeah. Um, you'll have to tell I'll us the secrets so we can, uh, we can steal stuff back and forth. Although you saw we're already uh, looking at new candidates. For what you used to do. Oh, um, means yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Means I may be out of a job. Even though I never even got hired in the first place. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, how's that going? A little, it's a little delayed. Uh, As is everything, apparently. They're still working to talk to our director right now. Who okay. hasn't gotten back. Yeah. So. Well, she's very busy. Yeah, a lot. Uh, and also, he hasn't been in the office. He's been kind of in and out of the office as well. So. Because mm. of uh, traveling and stuff. But, uh. Yeah. It was supposed to have, I think I'm talking about it tomorrow, but you said like something this week, because again, like she was busy last week. Well, I think um, a good opportunity for you to do that is going to be uh, two Mondays from now, because that'll be the start of a pay period. Okay. So, you should try to say Well, like, it's not even just that, it's about like getting the go-ahead on me actually getting approved to actually do this. I'd be surprised if they said no. Oh, okay. They're saving a bunch of money by not having yeah, you, me. the coordinator. By paying me like 11 an hour or whatever it was. I should be getting 12. I was getting, anyway, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, it was basically when we talked about what we would be doing and it's like the administrative stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, working on the new hiring and stuff, but. Okay, so the second half has started. Jets are on a roll. They just got a first down for the yeah, first time. Yeah, I this think game. this might be the sixth play of the drive, and that might be their longest drive. <laughs> no, because they got all the first the yeah, yeah, drive yeah. when Darnold were picking the end zone. That was a decent drive before that. Oh, but, uh, there was a nice picture of Le'Veon Bell playing chess. Uh, the opponent was not pictured. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. This starter step, I mean, we talk about it a lot, but. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, looks like Stephen, uh, Stephen Gilmore just let him get that too. Kind of a soft coverage there. Well, Anderson. you know, you gotta always be concerned about Robbie Anderson trying to burn you. Yeah. So yeah, I think playing, he just gave him the playing call. like three, four yards deep on. Yeah. They're letting him go throw their underneath stuff, which to be fair, they're up twenty-four nothing. Yeah. But he's got to keep his PFF score low. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, see, he's following him uh, all the way to the side, so they're definitely. 
shall we? Which, again, uh, if we're talking about pre-snap stuff. Minus two run for Bell. If we're going to get back to the uh, things to watch for, right? Tony Romo style. Oh, sure. Uh, motion yep. is widely used. I mean, it's most famous in the McVeigh and Shanahan stuff. But it's so, so just to clarify a little more there, a, a yeah. lot of times you'll see the quarterback, uh, especially if he's under center, he might kick his leg out, and then one of the receivers starts to run to the or other side anyone. of the field. Yeah, or tight end or whoever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what you got to look for is if on the defense, if someone's just following that player, then that means you're in man because mm-hmm. they're saying that defender guards that guy. But if uh, they start to shift over, but then another defensive player picks Moves up the guy who's well. in motion, they're in zone because that means they're covering different zones in the receiver. Yeah, so they're covering different, different spots, so one player... Is guarding this area of the field, etc. Right, um, and it's something that yeah, like I mentioned, Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta did it for a while, and he's still doing it, obviously. But it's a very famous thing where you'll use the running back mm-hmm. in motion, so you'll line him up out wide and then bring him back in, and it's very easy to tell. Uh, and obviously, that benefits the quarterback because they'll have a good idea of what the defense is doing, which only helps to figure out where the mismatches are going to be. And you can even change the play or change a route for a receiver to a a route that that works better on man versus zone as well. The next-gen stats is that the Patriots have played man-to-man coverage on 14 of 15 passes, so uh, maybe you don't need motion in this case to figure out what they're going to do. Although, yeah, and and we... um, Actually, I'm like... Some teams wow, man, that's a pick. another pick. Uh, Stephen Gilmore, again, uh, working on his PFF score. That kind of ran sideways. I, uh, but I don't know if I can finish this game. This is just <laughs> awful. We have to now. No. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, like I was saying, Patriots, like, some teams run more man than others, obviously. Like, Indy runs a lot of zone that you would just know from scouting ahead of time, too. Yeah, so yeah. you would run other, you would do other things to create mismatches. I'm upset we missed that Star Wars commercial though. Yeah. Or that Star Wars trailer. Yeah, yeah. That would have been the highlight. I, I, I agree. Maybe we'll do a trailer reaction. <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion of the new iPhone with the three cameras? Uh, trypophobia mm-hmm. alert. Yeah, someone told me like, what, that looks ridiculous, that sounds crazy, why do you need all those cameras? And I was like, yeah. Do you remember the, um, oh, I can't even, Motorola camera uh, from a few years ago where it had the attachments on the back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and one of them was like the camera. So you basically oh, had one of those like old school cameras with the film roll. I, I except, remember like a few years ago when that was a thing, like the yeah. uh, attachments thing. Oh, and there was the one that was the projector. Or modules, I think it was. Modules. Yeah, oh. that's what it was. Yeah, and it was like, this is the next big thing. I was like, I don't think it is. People don't want to carry around all these things. That that was definitely true. Uh, but to be fair, they realized that people didn't want to use their phones like phones anymore. Yeah. So they want it to be a camera and a computer and a projector and a loudspeaker <laughs> and a printer and a PDF scanner. So, you know, if you can't actually fit that in the phone, then you should just make a little... A stovetop. <laughs> Watch, you know... They get hot. You can just heat the battery. It's true. Yeah, heat the battery up. Uh, what was I gonna say? I forgot. It was related to the game. I don't know what else you could possibly say about this game. <laughs> um, yeah, that's three picks for Donald. Wow. Would you consider a Jets drive that ends in an interception a perfectly constructed drive by Adam Gase? That's an Adam Gaze drive. That is an Adam Gaze drive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Isn't that kind of where he peaks? Although, Tannehill wasn't that interception happy with him. 
like Adam Gaze plus Sam Darnold mm. is in this hotel. Against the Patriots defense. Against the Monday Patriots night. defense yeah. who, who are who just re- has recorded their 1,000th interception this season. He's going to give our third interception this year. Yeah. And Belichick's still yelling at them. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's never enough. <laughs> I mean, but all these things, like some interceptions is on the receivers, some are like on the line or whatever. Some of them are just flute plays. All three of these are squarely on Darnold, though. Are you ever going to be fair here? Um, and they're going to start again here. Uh, see, here we only have one circle and one line. Okay, now we have... So, I'll say you... Uh, yeah, see? He's just flinging it to open space. And it's on the back foot. Yep, there you go. So, um, I know that the Patriots are going to be 7-0 and also have dominated the Jets. But yes. uh, let's just take a look at their upcoming schedule here. Patriots, they have a rough upcoming schedule. Browns, Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs. I mean, okay. I so can't, I mean, they have faced some awful teams aside from Buffalo. And, you, you know, I, no, I, I am going to note, though, like, I haven't been particularly impressed by our offense. We're 5-1. I'm not complaining about anything. Defense, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Our, our defense has really been winning us the Josh games. Allen looks good at times, but then, okay, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, other times... Like, yeah, I don't other, know what's going on. Well, you know, four turnovers against the Jets, that was weird. Against the Patriots, I could tell he was a little no, nervous. No, he's fumbled a lot this year. No. Josh Allen? Oh, okay. He's fumbled, he hasn't lost a lot of them, but he's been a little loosey Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, I don't think... I've watched every Bills game this year. Oh, who, who's every the snap. one that leads... Who fumbled again? Oh, Derek Carr. Like, leads leading... It's insanity. <laughs> 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 Okay, in the past like two years, I think he leads the league in fumbles or something, yeah. which is crazy. Derek Carr. Um, but yeah, sorry. Go back to the schedule. Yeah, so I mean, just to throw it out there again: Browns, Browns Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs. So like Browns, Eagles, and Cowboys doesn't look as scary as it did a few weeks ago, or maybe That's true. At the beginning of the season. But there's some teams that look, there's teams shown that, that they, they can will, win. they will compete. Yes, yeah. those are those are not easy. It's not like Jets or something. And then, uh, well, to close it out, two of the three are then, yeah, well, Bengals, okay. Bills, Bengals, Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. So, so they have a they have a bit of a difficult middle schedule, but the early and, and uh, late schedule. I think preseason their schedule was like twentieth in standard schedule, so it wasn't like super. Well, easy. the preseason strength of schedule using the season before is always garbage. Well, it's, it not, just not, using, it's not just using that. I think it's using some projections. No, I'm pretty sure they just tally up the win losses of all the teams from the previous season. Well, but that's also the only thing you can go off of. You can't. Well, you can't okay, I'm not saying that there's a better metric, no, but that no, is not. I'm an not saying that's metric. great. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there as one statistic. Ooh, Tom Brady's mad. Edelman's confused. Tom Brady's mad. <laughs> is he not? Like, I mean, I know I see that, but like, he really is always confused. I guess because I. I can't lie. I fuck with the red gloves. They look sick. Although Tremaine Johnson made a garbage on that, yeah, third down. I guess he didn't. Brady thought he was gonna do a different route. Or, although they do a lot of like hot routes with Edelman, like they just like, kind of say, yeah, "You can do any of these five routes. Just figure it out." Um, very, very. I I only uh, recognize this because they did that all in the Super Bowl against the Rams. Yeah. Where they would just say Edelman, you can. Oh yeah. Beautiful punt rolls out at the two. Oh, but also. 
Blue Angry just said great play, but also great coverage. Uh, that's Matt Slater. I like how they're highlighting Van Noy, who's not like a household name. Well, so Hightower was like the Hightower's linchpin of the kind of defense, I feel like, in the past, but Van Noy's really stepped up in... In the past couple of years, yeah, because yeah. Hightower is always injured, it seems like. Well, yeah, he's Van Noy's had to, but that doesn't mean he hasn't. So. It's just like, yeah, Kyle Van Noy, you know, if you ask 10 people on the street, how many people know the name Kyle Van Noy? Three? I guess it's true. Maybe two? Seen the line game? I mean, totally random people? No. Random people who watch okay, Monday you go Night Football. A, you go, to a, go into a bar on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> right? This is bar. a very poor beginning of a joke, but I'll hear it out. No, no, this is the joke. <laughs> like, you go into a bar, like, like a sports bar on a Sunday afternoon or whatever. Like, how many people know Kyle Van Noy? Like, the linebacker, a linebacker on the Patriots. I don't know. I have no gauge for this. I guess yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, next time I go to the Bills Backers Bar of Atlanta, I'll just do a little survey. I'll just mm-hmm. go around the whole restaurant and <laughs> tally if they know who Kyle Van Noy is. He's a good player, though. Yeah, he kind of does it all. He, he he is like yeah, the replacement high terror, which high terror is. Wait, can they play at the same time? Yeah, they can. I think they just... Where do they... Well, they want like a nickel, I think. Wait, I don't even... What defense do the Patriots are in here? They they mix it up. Ugh. Like, they change it every year, basically. Yeah, I knew like, that. Based on right now. I don't I don't know. But I think usually, like, if they... I mean, I'm just making this up, but I'm, but based on what I would think they would do. If if I were Bill Belcher. <laughs> um, if they run, like... If they have, like, five defensive backs, right? So they run, like, a nickel. Yep. I think they would leave two linebackers in and they would leave Hightower and Van Noy in. And maybe like Hightower is on, Hightower is spying or something, or he's on the running back, and maybe Van Noy is rushing if you're blitzing, or uh, something like that. Like that's what I would envision they would do. I saw something weird. Uh, when I went to the Bills game, they played the Bengals, and you know, they got the little program. That you Great get game, you... yeah. <laughs> well, when they were uh, showing the players for the Bengals defense, mm-hmm. they had them in nickel all the time. Well, isn't it like uh, isn't that weird? Wasn't isn't it? it uh, teams are running five defensive backs more than fifty percent of the time, right? Like the nickelback is the starter. I still feel like your base defense is going to have at least three linebackers. Though, what right? I'm saying is base defense now is nickel. If you're running it fifty-seven percent of the time, oh, isn't that your base defense? Maybe, but okay, okay. Just to clarify, uh, is, on, on the Bills' defensive side of things in that same program, mm-hmm. they actually had twelve defensive spots even though there's only 11 players, because they listed the nickel corners, but they also listed the three linebackers. Yeah, but I don't know how, like, broadcast lists that sometimes. Like, that's just who the team submit, right? Like, when do they list... Sometimes they'll list two running backs. Oh, my goodness. They fumble the snap, and it goes back. Oh, that's illegal. We cannot intentionally bat it. Which is a safety, right? Some of these, like, edge rules... So know. just to clarify, the Jets are within their own five, and the snap went right over the quarterback's head. And so Sam Darnold races after it. So right, what? Uh, he might have No. So he, he gets it, and then he just bats it to the back of the end zone. Yeah, intentionally, which is not allowed. Okay. So I don't know what the so call it, is. So it bounces off his hands. Um, and then he just slaps it. He slaps it. I didn't realize he slapped it. I thought it, he, it got kicked out. I, uh, I guess he saw that better than I did. So what's the... Illegal batter. 
Which is not a baseball. We're not watching baseball. <laughs> so it's a safety. That's it? It was going to be a safety anyway. No, because if, if Darnold doesn't fall on it, it's a touchdown. Oh, oh, what I'm so, saying. So, like, safety was the best case scenario for yes. the Jets in that situation anyway. Yes. So, why isn't matter? the penalty more strict? I was, yeah, I was about to ask. So, the penalty does nothing. They could have just declined it. Right? If they declined the penalty, is it still safety? Right? Because the ball goes out. Of, if you fumble the ball out of the back of the end zone, right. that's a safety. Yeah. So, illegal batting. Is not a penalty. Maybe that's just a technicality because if you're a defensive player and you're trying to do that, that's not allowed. And I think the offense gets the ball back. Well, then why? It's an offensive penalty, though. They could make it more strict. They could make it like assessed on the punt, like five yards on the next on the punt on the safety punt. Like they could easily make it so you're punt instead of punting from the twenty, you're punting from the fifteen. What? Where do you normally punt from the twenty? The twenty. Yeah. Let's just, just start on the twenty. So it's just a normal safety. That's what I'm saying. Kind of a great kick. It was. Um, No, but what I'm saying is they could easily just make it assessed five yards on the... I agree. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about weird rules. Uh, Okay, what about instead of onside kicking, you just have a fourth and 15? I was going to say, I read that somewhere, and I was like, maybe there's Tony Romo who suggested or something like that. Where, yeah, you have like, you have a fourth down or whatever, and you have to convert that's and then if you uh, if you convert, you just keep going. Because onside kicks are not fun to watch. I, I mentioned earlier... Well, wait, like did the Bears get two yesterday? Did I read that correctly? Kick, two onside kicks? Yeah. I didn't Do you know? I, I, I didn't watch the, the game either, but I, I heard I they got that, two. I saw that uh, Micah Hyde... Okay, I... So, there's this thing in the Bills Mafia fan base where people will complain about little things after a win and everyone mm-hmm. gets tired of it because we haven't been a winning franchise for the past 19 well, years. Time, yes. Since the 20, patients. you know, yeah, since I was born, really. Um, so and so, you know, people don't want to... But, okay, realistically, on that play, Micah Hyde should have fallen down at the he Totally time. should have. But, but I, I mean, when he saw a clear running lane because there was no... He didn't even get touched. Is this, it, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Uh, yeah. 99% of the time, you, you actually more than that, you fall on it. That's why I think that was the first touchdown on it's like kick in six years or something like that. Right. Because n- no one who's playing smart football, like, <laughs> for example, if Patriots do that, Bill Belichick yells at you. Right. But, like, he saw a, the clearest running lane ever. He had to jump up. No, but I'm saying even if you have that running lane, you can run it to the one two and fall yeah. down. Well, but at that point, I mean, you get excited. It, we're, we're, I'm, again, yeah, I understand it's why it's an instantaneous thing. You're like, oh, I get to score a touchdown. Anytime a defensive player pulls <gasps> a Sam Darnold. Oh, my goodness. He got hit. So Brady got hit. Tom Brady pulls a Sam Darnold. He was a pick. Yeah, he got hit. Uh, looks like on the back, on his shoulder. He threw a pick. This game just got interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But <laughs> yeah, he definitely got hit. No, maybe not. I don't know what that was. Something. Looks like he just lost the ball out of his hand. But that almost wasn't a pick. Like, I don't know was right there. That was closer than any of Darnold's picks. It's true. To be fair. Uh, but yeah, anyway, back to the Mike. The Mike Hyde thing, like, yeah, you see the clear running lane. It's like, you could just, anything a defense player gets to store a touchdown, that's like the dream. Mike Hyde scored plenty of touchdowns. Okay, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, 
If it was some rumbling, bumbling D lineman who's well, never going to get that it opportunity, was like Marcus in his Peters life. got that pick, that, that pick six. That was his first touchdown of his career. Huh? He's like thirty. Like some of these guys don't like. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. So when you see that opportunity, I mean, well, I don't know. But technically, oh, totally he opened the door to he could have fumbled a comeback. Or yeah. Well, and even just technically now, the Dolphins would have had an opportunity to go down, score a touchdown, try yeah, the onside yeah. kick again, no, convert no, no. it. I'm not know, saying he should have, I'm, I'm totally, he, if, he, if he could have knelt and then, or, yeah, he could have taken him, him down, then they take three knees in the run, and the game's over. Ugh. And Sam Darnold. Ooh, gets, he didn't even call for the flag <laughs> that time. Well, he's, he's saying thank you afterward. <laughs> wow. Oh no! Holding. Oh no! Oh, oh, I thought the. Uh, or was that PI? That official looked like they were pointing back to the offense. No, no, he pointed that direction. Okay, maybe I just misread it. JC Jackson again. Take, wow. J- take Jackson out of the game. That's three. Demarius Thomas is the biggest contributor on the Jets. He's. Got he doesn't the, even need a catch. He's gotten the most yards, including penalty yards. Is this pass interference? Yeah, he's holding. I think Demarius Thomas's. Although, you know what? Penalty you know, yards are greater than the Jets' offensive yards. You know what? He's holding him, but he's not really impeding him. Oh, impeding. That's a good word. I couldn't think of that earlier. Yeah. I mean, just watching. Demarius Thomas is running free. Well, I, I don't know. In but certain spots of the jersey, when you see it getting pulled on, that's just a signal yeah, 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 for yeah, no, I understand why they called it. But if you reviewed that, maybe it goes the other way is all I'm getting. It's closer than like a... Bell. It's not egregious. Bell oh. gets smacked by Donta Hightower. And look, Van Noy's in the game with him. Oh. Oh, no, yeah. That was cold. That was worse than the... Uh... Hightower does that a lot, though. Like, he's great at those running backs. Yeah. Uh, flats. Well, I mean, if you heard me say it, I saw Bell going off for the pass, and I knew it was going there. But I did yeah. not anticipate Hightower getting there so quickly. No, just he's, leveling he's, Bell. he's... His speed is underrated. Like I said, he can kind of do it all for them. I mean, we talked about it earlier. Oh, he'll do that, and then he'll rush the quarterback. He's big too. He's the biggest guy on the field. Okay, they're running a three-four. Oh uh, yeah. So they got a bell. Jesus. Sweep. I guess is that what you call? I don't even. I don't know what those plays are called. Bell runs out on a piece of a flat in the backfield. Donald loops it up, and he's confused why it didn't work. <laughs> he's so confused. Yeah, this is a 3 4 because you have two outside linebackers. And, and he, they basically, Duran Harmon, I think it is, 25, in, in like a uh, linebacker role, like a Landon Collins role. Kind of interesting. You see a lot of that nowadays, like strong safeties just basically playing linebacker. Right, like when Landon Collins, like part of the issue with Landon Collins, like with the franchise tag, was they could have claimed him as a linebacker because he played like 80% of the snaps as a linebacker. Yeah, God, that whole stuff is so goofy. And oh! another Sam Darnold pick in this one in the end zone. The, that was also, again, another bad throw. I'm leaving at the end of the quarter. I can't watch this anymore. Sure, so we'll end it early. <laughs> this is just be, so painful. To be fair, the Jets have held the Patriots to no offensive points in the third quarter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Booger just said, like, or maybe not, but, uh, Tessitore just said. Do you think that the Jets are the best at preventing the Patriots from scoring in the third quarter over the last 20 games? <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be a true stat. Which is, this is interesting, because the Jets' defense hasn't looked 
horrendous. Well, they have not been set to succeed. Yes. Yes. But, like, they've been making some decent... Like, the Patriots haven't converted all their third downs. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which no, sounds yeah. crazy when I say that. Well, okay, if you look at the first drive of the game, yeah. where Patriot, you know, Patriots just have a nine-minute drive, score a touchdown, looked really clean, that hasn't been happening all game. Yeah, they've been um, up and down. Brady threw the pick. That was still weird. I need to that was watch weird. that more closely. I don't understand how that happened. Did, that looked like Sam Darnold. <laughs> it really did, yeah. He was just launching it into somewhere near where Edelman might be. Although the Patriots wide receivers are still kind of, you know. It's an interesting Taylor Swift commercial we're watching here. I'm not sure what it's for. The saver card. Oh, Capital, Capital One. One, of course. I did not. Oh, I got a new credit card because I'm a real adult. Of course. Yeah, I, I got Capital One, but I, but I got the Quicksilver card. Ah. Yeah. So if what you're trying you? to steal my credit card information, um, ha- I haven't activated it yet. So the it num- won't work. You'll have to hold off. The first number is a three. I don't know if that's true. Actually, wait. I can find out right now. <laughs> My friend has the... Uh, well, I should say that. Oh, you brought the whole, whole package. Well, this I was asked house. to bring my laptop, and I didn't realize we'd be streaming the game from it, so I thought I might have had the opportunity to activate my credit card, because again, sorry. I'm an I adult and I need to clear. do that. No, no, it, it worked out fine, but I, I just didn't know what was going on. I guess I figured you knew that was that's what I meant. <laughs> because I, I, I don't have any mind to record the audio. Right, This it's all adding up. I, I also actually kind of forgot that your TV didn't just have... No, I thought we could go down to the... Uh, I figured we'd go down to the lobby, not lobby, the lounge, but again, they had an official meeting there that I just walked in on. Alright, so we're pulling up credit card information, and we're looking at the liability information now. Um, we have five takeaways, four interceptions, and that first strip sack, we have a safety, and said nine first downs. Oh, hey, I just came up with a great idea. You should do mail opening ASMR. I think some people would really like that. I think they would love it. You can see the audio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what that was. Did you see that one? Okay, they're showing the pick again. Look at this, though. I mean, where is he throwing it? What the fuck? Uh, Does this not have a card number? So, it has your name. <laughs> Wait, seriously, is there no card number? No, you have to have a card number. Oh, it's on the back. Oh my goodness. Okay. What is this new age shit? Also, the first number was not a three. Yeah, it's a four. I was close. So now instead of two to the 16, you have, or no, 10? 10 to the 16. (laughs) Well, there are 10 digits, right? Yes. All right, so instead of 10 to the 15 digits to crack... 10 to the 16, you only have 10 to the 15. Yeah. That was that was going to be better, and then I just totally said a bunch of numbers, and it was a soup, and I totally fucked it up. Yeah, you, you tried to act smart, but you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone that's pretty good at math, too. Here, uh, I'm going to do a little mail opening ASMR when I put this back. It's better than the game. Like Brandon Bolden back in the game, your favorite running back. What is this Jets? I mean, Greg Williams does this. Like, I've seen like uh, Twitter streams making fun of it and past interference. 
He grabbed his feet. That was weird. Tremaine Johnson. Man. What a, what well, a, he had the pick. What an interesting career path, too. Like, Pro Bowl safety, or not safety, yeah, Pro Bowl corner. That's your hands. Yep, on. Uh, Pro Bowl corner in L.A., or I guess for the Rams, not technically in L.A., for St. Louis. <laughs> and then uh, goes to the Jets, signs the biggest contract for corners ever. It was benched last week, or two weeks ago, right? Oh, uh, just because you said L.A. referencing the Rams, but it's when they were in St. Louis. Uh, I feel like I want to start a petition. Uh, I know this is no longer true, but I still think they should be the San Diego Chargers. Oh, I've heard I will never not call them the San Diego Chargers, and I don't care where they're physically located. They are the San Diego Chargers. Oh, I mean, I mean they're still like, in California. So. You think it's like a New York Giants, but they're really from New Jersey? <laughs> well, also the Jets. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, yeah. Like the Jets and Giants that play in New Jersey? Right. And like the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, here's what I'm saying. It, they should be the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. But the, I think that's stupid. Why? They should just be the San Diego Chargers. I don't like the one city of another city. Well, it's pick- technically they're in Los Angeles. But also LA and Anaheim are next door. Right. Is well, it, I mean, if you zoom out on Google Maps, LA and San Diego are right next door. L.A. to Anaheim versus L.A. to San Diego is very different. Well, I mean, it's just a perspective of scale. Okay, anyway, <laughs> my dad's actually, uh, like, Chargers on his team, so... I guess Does I he say San Diego? I don't know if he ever says it. I think he just says Chargers. Oh. He's never been, like, a San Diego... He never says this... He doesn't say the cities for that, for his teams. I talk football with my brother once a week, and once a week... I say San Diego Chargers, mm-hmm. and he has to remind me. I, I know what it's you been, meant, but they're in LA now. I get that, from, but like it's been three years now. You can you can say LA. <sighs> I, no, you get you get that excuse for the first year, but after that, um, is that Desmond Brown? It sure looked like it to me. Uh, he was in the pocket, uh, yeah, no they receiver just, they around. Just threw, they just threw a fly. Yep. Wow, that's another Sam Darnold move by Tom Brady. He looks bad in the second half. Which, again, as I said, you could see a situation where the Jets might score a touchdown. Right, so what happened was uh, Tom Brady started being like Sam Darnold in the second half. But the issue is Sam Darnold continued to be like Sam Darnold in the second yes. half. Instead and the of Patriots like defense continued to be the Patriots defense. Excellent point. Which, you know, those things might be a little related. Like, what um, is this? That was awful. He just... I mean, it was bad blocking. The guy ran free. He ran right through. <laughs> he did not throw it anywhere. He was just but getting also, Brady was not even close. Yeah. He knows it, too. Ah. Tom Brady's screaming at the official. For what? No, there's nothing. That's on you. Ugh. That was bad. It's, it's, it's upsetting because, like... I mean, unless you're, like, uh, you know, a Falcons fan or something like that, watching Tom Brady with, like, two minutes left on the clock in the fourth quarter is amazing. You know, I, I mean, yeah. I know. Watch, you know, hanging the Patriots is a thing. Put all that aside. No, yeah, they, that's I mean, like pure football right there. So you'll never hear me make the argument that the Patriots don't play good football. There's no, a lot no, of other I, things to no, go with no. that, but no, I mean, it's hating exactly Patri- what you're talking no, about. I'm saying, like, yeah, like hating the Patriots, obviously. You need to have an enemy, but like, you know, in a vacuum, they can be an incredible team to watch, especially 2007 and stuff. I mean, obviously they're. Uh, that year was crazy. Yeah. Looking back, for some reason at the time, maybe I just didn't know enough about football or I was we were a little young too well, young. Yeah. yeah, but that was crazy. They were scoring like at least forty points every single game. Yeah. What the? That's they they did whatever they wanted. Yeah, it was really weird. 
Which I, I saw, like, I read, like, a, you know, Bill Barnwell, yeah, an ESPN writer. I saw an article, like, where he detailed that year, like, like uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was, when he did it. I think he was, like, talking about, oh, yeah, because, you know, this year they had Brown and Gordon. He was like, they could be, like, that team, right? Yeah. The, the, all the headlines of that. But anyway, he got into the details of it, and he was like, uh, there were some plays where they would, teams would literally, like, leave players open because they were so afraid of Randy Moss beating them beat. Like, they would leave, like, a, like a two-on-four matchup. They would just let them have those two-on-four, like, shallow yeah. matches because they had, like, three guys on Randy Moss and, like, two on Welker. So they would let, like, uh, Dante Stallworth, whoever else, or uh, Javar Gaffney or whatever, just basically run without a defender on them. That's how good they were. That's how scared teams were of, like, Moss going deep and, and et cetera. And, like, you couldn't guard Welker, I mean, at the time. Obviously, nowadays, nickel cornerbacks are much better now. But they didn't really, they weren't much of a thing. Like, that was just your third string. And so teams would try to put a linebacker on Welker. You can't do that. Put a corner and Welker's would still get around it. So. You just brought up a really good point that I'm interested in. All I right. So, so, I don't think I did. <laughs> um, no, no, no. This, hear me out. All right. So let's just do some quick math. Okay. Uh, there's 11 players on each side of the ball. Uh-huh. On offense, you have to have the quarterback and the five offensive linemen. So we're talking six players. You have five receivers. Or, or, eligible receivers. Right, right. Five eligible receivers. Okay. So how about this? Against really not mobile quarterbacks like Tom Brady. Phil Rivers. Like Peyton Manning towards the end. Yeah. What if you just rush one guy and kind of just have that one guy on quarterback contain and then double team everybody else? Because sacks are still a thing, and pressure the quarterback is yeah. But if every useful. if everyone else is double teamed, I mean you don't think getting in a quarterback's face is important. No, I know it's important, but like if everyone's double teamed, you got to try to do something eventually, right? But double team doesn't always work. There's the there's the mantra like the the classic air raid uh, philosophy is man on man single coverage is open, right? Yes. And, so, and double coverage is not open, so I'm pretty sure my idea so. is perfect. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just throwing out other <laughs> things. I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just saying 18 interceptions a season. We're not even halfway through the season. Most of the seven games since 1966 Packers. 1996. I wonder how many quarterbacks will throw fewer touchdowns than Patriots get interceptions, interceptions on the season. Well, Sam Darnold has five interceptions. He has six completions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, but you had Donald kind of had a receiver. No, that he should not. Have, that, that was a good play. Right. I mean, not a good play, but if you had to make that, he throw, basically just threw the ball out of bounds. Like he wasn't feeling any pressure. Robbie Anderson, he just he just threw it. Robbie Anderson was Who triple needs covered. Triple covered. <laughs> He's got to work on his completion percentage. This is also a weird set that they do with the Monday Night Crew. You mean like with the helmets? I don't know. Like the whole thing it looks well, very. Like, oh wait, it's green screened. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh my goodness, I didn't notice that until oh, you pointed well, it out. I didn't notice it very much. That's, almost, that's my problem. It's, oh. like it's so green screened, it looks awful. Well, they fooled me. It may, I think it looks better, I mean, this is just a personal thing. I think it looks better when it's just like they're standing in front of a, a physical set. And like, they just, they're just a couple guys in a booth. What was Where, that? 50, oh, 15 year completion of Bell, but there's a flag, of course. Bell checks upset, so it's on defense. Nope. Oh, holding on the offense. Brandon Shell. No one knows that name. 
Now I'm going to have to go through the rest of the season knowing that there's a green screen behind Joe and Booger. And it's one of those things where, like, once you see it, you, you can't unsee it. it. Like, uh, the, first time the flashing time. lights in basketball. Do you know what I'm talking about? Which ones? So, Maybe I haven't seen Well, now you won't be able to unsee it. Every time a basketball player takes a shot, there are overhead lights in the stadium that flash to prevent the flash from all the photographers, like, messing with the players. You know what? I don't think I have seen that. Yeah, if you if you just watch them in the highlights... I can see it on a TV. It's not just yeah, in yeah. the stadium. Interesting. Every time that someone shoots. Yes. Or goes Ooh, up for a shot. Anytime there would be pictures. What just happened here? A lot of penalties. Maybe P.I. Look at the size difference. And the guy's holding his waist. You see <laughs> that? The, t- the taller official was holding this shorter official's waist. And the taller official was a head taller. He's still touching him. No, he's not. He's such a person. Okay, here's what I don't get. Okay, I mean, this is a personal thing. We're, we're going over weird things now, okay, because of this game. Sure. Why do players hover around the officials when we're talking? Because they, they just want to hear what the call is. find out. I, I don't know. It's, what else are you doing? Like, I feel like what the just, hell is that? Well, he waved his hand over. I don't know what that means. Robert Kraft is confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, what just happened? Ugh. Was it, is that ineligible? No, ineligible receiver downfield is Pat, right? Patting the head? I, I, I have no idea what's happening right now. No, I'm saying like, that would be patting. They didn't pull up the little thing on the bottom. Yeah, where they tell you exactly what I it need is. to know. Well, we were talking over it. That's also on us. Well, <laughs> Something happened, but it wasn't in favor of the Jets. Is the point of this. It was just loss of down. Loss of down penalties aren't frequent. They may have been declined. They may have been declined. Then. Oh, good point. Polshevsky, that's how you say it. Well, no, it's actually pronounced Amendola. <laughs> <laughs> Amendola was paler. Was he? Maybe not. Amendola had tattoos, though, too. This is young Bill Belichick. I mean, look at the helmet difference, too. It's crazy. The padding, too. Yeah, the pads. Anyway, green screen. Don't haunt me. The NBA flashing lights. Look for it, man. I will. It'll change I don't watch life. that much basketball. I mean, I go, I'll, I'll see. Do they do it in college too? Or just NBA? Uh, I can't confirm that. I don't see why they I'll would. I'll be going to the college games here. Just, you know, because I have this. Well, again, the idea behind it is they don't want the flashes from yes. picture taking to disrupt the players. How does flashing more lights, though, help? I don't really know. You don't know the science I can't lie. That? No, I... Yeah. The optics? <laughs> yeah. The optical engineering? I did not study that. I, I don't have an answer. <laughs> I'm actually assuming that's the reason why. You need to get the crowd excited or something? No. Because it's not noticeable. The point is that you're not supposed to notice it. And you won't unless you're specifically looking for it. And then you can't see it. I'll look for it at a Georgia Tech game. And I'll let you know if I see it. Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden. <laughs> His hair is nuts. I don't know. I why, do like his hair. Why do players hair. do that? Because you can. That, that seems dangerous. Well, okay. Uh, I don't know the year. Jaguars playoff game. Cornerback intercepts the ball, mm-hmm. fall, like falls down doing so. Gets up, runs, scores a touchdown. But it gets called back because his hair was out of bounds. His helmet did not touch out of bounds, but his yeah. hair did because he had dreads. And uh, touchdown gets called back. I don't know if it mattered. I have no recollection. I was very young. But. That's crazy. 
I'm just saying, like, it seems dangerous. Like, you shouldn't be able to do that. Tom Brady looks awful. This well, uh, you can't get horse collared, at least. <laughs> right? I'm just saying, like, I don't want to. I guess that doesn't happen often enough, but I could easily see getting tackled by, by your hand. Wow. That guy is. There was a name that flashed on the screen, but John it's Perry. one letter away from my dad's name. <laughs> mm. Weird, huh? Wow, wide open. Yeah, James White. James White almost Ooh. scored there. Almost scored, got tripped up. He's crazy. He, I think it's like uh, he's never fumbled. Yeah, he's never fumbled. He's been in the league for like seven years. What? He's never fumbled. Look it up. No, I believe you, but that is wild. He's been, yeah, like his seventh year. He's like 28, 29, something like that. Uh, well, I mean, that is pretty impressive, but I'd also like to note that I've never fumbled in the NFL. That's true. So. But me know, and James White for yeah. something that and he, get, he touches the ball a lot, you know, like it's five true. catches every game. It's not like he runs a few times a game. It, I mean, that's what Bill Belichick likes, though, too, right? Patriots love guys. Yeah, no fumbles. Don't fumble, and you stay in the game, which makes sense. I mean, I don't know why every NFL team doesn't do that, but like, but I guess which is the polar opposite from like Chris Carson in Seattle, right? Who fumbled what three games in a row or something. Well, he actually wasn't so bad with fumbles. Which it's not, yeah, in his career he hasn't, he yeah, hasn't been yeah. an issue. But, like, Pete Carroll is just, like, such a happy-go-lucky guy that he's like, he's fine. You know, we'll figure it out. Who was the running back that they were comparing him to? Barry Sanders, I think, right? Everyone was saying, Barry Sanders fumbled the ball. And that was apparently justification for Chris Carson fumbling the football. No, I assumed it was just a three-game stretch where he was in his head or something. But it's just funny how the comparison, like, Bill Belichick, would, you would sit immediately, maybe even get cut or whatever. P. Carroll's like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> he's great. He's fine. When stuff like that happens, they get to throw out more meaningless, not fun stats. Like, yeah. this player went 524 rush attempts without fumbling, and then they fumbled two times in a row. It's like, okay. That's just how <laughs> wonderful. You know, probability works and all that, too. Some fumbles are hopeless. There's also, like, the small hands fumble thing. Like well, no, it's very important to do the hand check. The combine hand check, you know, they measure your hands. Yeah, yeah if a player's fumbling too much, you got to do the hand it's check. It's because their hands are Yeah. Like the golf thing, which is crazy because, like, all these other quarterbacks have smaller hands and they never fumble. Or, like, the tall quarterback thing. Are you going to leave? Yeah, I'm calling it. <laughs> I, I, I have work tomorrow and I don't even want to watch the fourth quarter. It's I so have, unentertaining. Yeah, I have class tomorrow, too. So. Okay. How long was this? Two and a half. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to all of it. <laughs> I'm going to edit it tonight. It'll be up tomorrow morning at 8. Actually, I don't know if I'd be able to get through it all because, like, hearing your own voice, you know what I mean? Uh, you get used to it. Oh, I don't know. I'm not used to it, and then I have to subject myself to it for two and a half hours? It's background noise. This podcast is background noise. But also, who's listening to this? Well, I don't know if I have time for background noise. Who's listening to a two and a half hour podcast? Aren't you the number one podcast of your type? We are the number one podcast of Well, some people are listening. We're trying to reach out to. We're doing a sports one now. Maybe if this does well, well you can come back. If you did, you enjoy your time here. The uh, bar. Yeah, I had a good time. I just got to game. shoot the shit about football. Other than the game. Well, if it was a better game, I think we would have been able well, to talk about the game. We'll try to more. do this in a couple weeks. Right? Maybe a Sunday night game. Is that better? Um, I, I really have no idea what my life's going to be looking like. Yeah. I know a lot of changes. We'll, we'll work. We'll work through it. Okay. All right. Thanks, Thanks for having on. me. Yep. Anything to plug before we head out? Oh. Uh, Whatever. Bill's Mafia. Okay, thank you. <laughs>